Hey everybody, it's Jay. This is another flashback episode. Um, as you're probably aware, our five-year anniversary has passed, but with a hard drive issue that has thankfully been um, fixed, uh, we have not had an opportunity yet um, to um, reschedule that. So uh, we want to do a special five-year ep uh, anniversary episode. So in place of that is one of our first, probably our first anniversary episode, which is episode 50 with the delightful and relatively omnipresent in these anniversary shows, Taylor Jessen. So enjoy this episode. I can't vouch for the sound quality, but it's probably better than that last one. So enjoy this episode of Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. P plosive plosive planting platypus pap 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 smear pap pap smears pap 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 pop Peter Piper poked a pussy platypus pussy pussy okay Paddington Paddington good I'm I'm completely so as long as we don't say pussy we'll be fine we just say Paddington for the so if we have to say pussy say Paddington instead that goes for you too Dan. I would stick that right in her Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to it just a an object, a foreign object in the room? I don't know. Okay, I don't want to go too deep into this. Oh God, I didn't mean any of that. <laughs> Let's move deep on. Deep into your Paddington. <laughs> I'm pussy right now. Actual, actual pussy. Okay. No, I just am saying that. Weird. Okay. Are you ready? No. Yes. Fine. Fine. No, wait. D-A... God damn it, man. <laughs> D-A-N... Dan? 
because he's stupid. And J-E-Y's, J? Because who needs handsome? Comedy hour. You spell my name J-E-Y. I hate you so much. J-A-Y. You said E. We. I heard E. What did you hear, Taylor? I heard E. Ha ha. Okay, it fine. was an E. Then it was yay. We win. Dan, yep. Dan and G's. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the... Uh, Inaugural podcast. This is, this is our inaugural. First... This is not our first episode, Dan. This uh, is where we should have been when we did the year podcast with Taylor. This isn't even the first one I've been on. No, nope, nope. And you're only going to be on the special ones. Yes. Yep. So Five we're dollars. a year in. Where most podcasts are at a year, we're at what a year and a half almost. <laughs> episode fifty, kids. Episode fifty. Welcome. Fitty to Welcome. Some of those kids out there. Fitty. Well, poor Fitty. He's bankrupt. This ain't good. Yeah, he just... Fought. <laughs> Dan doesn't like black people. I think we should make that clear to everybody, just so that everybody no, just, knows. Just not that Fitty cent. Like, oh, just Fitty cent. Just be, just be and dollar. <laughs> oh, ambush. Uh, we're witnessing it. Yep. Uh, we had... I didn't have to bring it up, but I did. Uh, I don't know if anyone at home will see it. Mm-hmm. Is, are they going to see the video component of this? No, they will not. They will okay, not. <laughs> context gone. Mm-hmm. Last, I will mention it. So, the yep. people who just came in, tell us more about that. Mm-hmm. Dan, continue. It was my wife and our friend Shannon. Paddington. <laughs> and they're, they're Paddingtons. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, Dan, why are we here today? Is there a reason we're here today, or we just did I invite Taylor over for nothing? Um, I think it's because this is our first episode, and we were God felt like we needed a guest. I think it's a great idea for a podcast, and I think you're doing a terrific idea so far. I, Dan, this is what? not... Okay, are you convinced this is a reboot, or are you just <laughs> not remembering what's happening? I thought we were doing, like, Memento. I thought we were going to film the last <laughs> episode first, oh. and the first episode last. So when we were saying our all 50 the... 50-episode arc. Oh, it's an arc. Oh, shit. So we're, this is over. So we have to resolve some it's, things it's, in reverse. It's, yeah, but in your first episode, you killed me. Why am I here? That's discontinuous. Uh, mm. Work it out in post, guys. Yeah. 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 Dan, I'm going to leave well, this Well, when, when we release the uh, encyclopedia... Mm-hmm. The uh, episode guide and everything—it'll—it'll it'll all be explained in there. The Dancyclopedia Jatanica? <laughs> yes, that one. Okay. All right, stretch that one just far enough. We have a winner. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, do you want to tell the kids at home? Well, you know what? Let's let's have Taylor tell people what he just witnessed. Yes, tell them tell them what we're discussing today. There are many exciting things in the world of YouTube. Some of them cost $10, some of them cost $20. What I just witnessed cost less than six cents. <laughs> Prorated for the amount of time involved in getting a YouTube channel and editing some shit. The shit I saw was edited. It was shit. It was good shit. It was Katy Perry. <laughs> it was Dan and Jay talking shit and not saying a word. He keeps teasing me. I keep thinking like he's going to say something nice and he says something mean and then but he says something nice again. It's really How are you by the way real quick? In um, a world where all of my motivations are unknown. 
Dan and Jay make a trailer and play it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was goddamn funny, and I uh, all of your viewers need to see it. Like, stop the podcast now and watch the thing because it is the origin, mm-hmm. which I didn't know anything about, of the theme song. Yes, and it puts it. it in context, which I will never forget for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's how important mm-hmm. and and awesome it was. Yeah, I'm gonna try. If if, if my brain works properly, I'm actually gonna make the full thing the theme song of this episode. I probably won't remember. So, uh, if I didn't remember, you guys should go to YouTube. Uh, just search for Dan and Jay's Community Service. You'll find them. There's two versions. One has an awesome theme song by Brian Magic Hands Madison. He's a great performer, great musician. He's created two free theme songs for me. I'm waiting to pay him, pay him for at least one of them <laughs> when I sell my documentary. And uh, so he did the Rubber. Lords of Soaptown theme song, which uh, I really should put up somewhere. And then the Dan and Jay's Comedy or the Community Service theme song. A brilliant, had, a brilliant song. He's great. I mean, I wrote the lyrics to it, but like he made it his own fucking thing because he really did yeah lords of soaptown i originally said well listen it's about these kids who do freestyle walking i want you to write like a 90s ballad and he wrote me a 90s ballad for it and it's great and then i'm like well i want something i don't know what i told him because i originally had in mind like a jack black style song for this i don't know why because i'm not jack black and you're doing your own sketch show you don't want to sound like somebody else but yeah. uh, but he did his own thing with it and it sounds great and you can understand all the lyrics, I think. I think it all makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, it does. This is the opener. This is the opener for what it would have been the community service TV show, sketch show that Dan and I were going to try. We, I mean, I tried and pitched it to like Adult Swim in a few different places, along with like one recorded sketch and then a, 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 an extended script. Uh, needless to say, did not get picked up because you know reasons. Bitches, we reasons. Didn't have, we <clears throat> didn't, Hollywood. We didn't have H. John Benjamin attached. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's so happy with Adult Swim right now. <laughs> Uh-oh, what happened? What did he do? Well, he just, he and Bob did? Dish, uh, David David Cross, <laughs> uh, got pissed off at uh, uh, the head honcho of, of Cartoon Network, Mike Lazo. Uh-huh. They had a tiff about an unproduced pilot, which he later decided they ripped off in some way hmm. uh yeah so what i the way i described it described it just now is is um thorough mm-hmm. and 100 percent accurate okay. and uh will be i'll be transcribing it for our lawyers in the morning thank you so much i, I appreciate that 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 helps us yeah. wait so there there's no love loss between a sean benjamin and and mike lazar right now That's which is terrible because space goes coast to coast mm-hmm. is as weird as it was, mm-hmm. because Mike Lazo insisted that they do uh, a half-hour episode with Conan O'Brien, where Conan's only in the first 15 minutes, and the last 15 minutes is Space Ghost at a quarter of a mile an hour chasing an ant. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what that Mike wanted, and I respect that. Oh, yeah, you have to. 1994, if I'm not mistaken, is when that show actually premiered? That's right, I think so. <clears throat> 21 years ago. I remember kids. I was working at KHDD TV Channel 9, Boise, Idaho, which is now some other call letters set. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch that late at night because the job was so boring and I had time to just turn around and watch TV. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> like you do. Right, right, right. I, rem- I don't remember where I first saw that show. I've been trying to get a few people from that on the other podcast. Uh, like Andy Merrill, who lives mm. out here now. Like some people used to live, they're all in Atlanta, but a couple of them are out right. here now. That's right. So I would, in one of them, Nick Weidenfeld, he used to do development for Adult Swim, and eventually moved on to something else. Uh, he still works with them, though. Uh, he went to my college, so I've like loosely had that connection. So that's how I got to pitch this at all to Adult Swim. 
Um, they, they, that's the one thing about Adult Swim. They have a fucking open submission policy. And also an open rejection policy because they were felt free to just go, nope, thanks anyway. Um, I like that. I, I like both of those things, actually. Mm-hmm. I respect it. I, I didn't like having to have an agent to pitch to. You have to... Okay. I'm going to name you three networks. Do and it. then I want you to guess which of these you have to have an agent to pitch to. History Channel. Comedy Central. Spike TV. Name, name which one of those you have to have an agent to pick to. Uh, Spike TV. Yep. Why? Of all networks. Because it's the one I'd least want to pitch to? I guess. Yeah, just to <laughs> make you more interested in it. Just yeah. to make it like, just seem it's playing like hard it's more, to get. It's, yeah. it's more premium. Jizz TV is basically what that, sh- that channel is. And I and you need, like, you need another barrier between... You need a dental dam... You need <laughs> something in between the two of you. To, to pitch to that fucking network, you know, and I am obviously burning a bridge, but what bridge? Who fucking cares? Like, <laughs> yeah. I spike. It's called, it's the Star Trek channel, okay? Yeah, I know. But that's the weird thing, too, is like, Star Trek respect. It's not, I'm not saying it's the only Star Trek channel, <laughs> sure. I'm saying that's the only thing it shows. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like, they, the, the formats get real funky with these channels. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what happened to G4 after a while, too, Well, right? Spike is now Man TV, and men watch Star Trek, the next generation. Is that and is it, and, and MMA or something? I right, think right, we right. Have that too. Ooh, ooh, Star Trek MMA. I would watch that. They did Mul- have a Star Trek MMO. Multi <laughs> mass assignment, multi mass ogliarchy. It's it's all clear. <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt the show very quickly. I'm gonna tell about a beer sponsor, but I need a bottle opener, which is right to your right, and I forgot to get. Thank you so much, Taylor. So, uh, Taylor, why don't you tell them what your beer sponsor is, and I'm gonna introduce mine in a second. So, just sponsored sponsored not a beer that I'm thinking of out of mm-hmm. random beerness, but the actual one I'm holding in my right hand as we speak. Mm-hmm. That would be Sapporo Premium Beer. Now, I, I like me some Sapporo. Do you enjoy Sapporo? I enjoy Sapporo. Um, this is from the 99 cent store, Sapporo. So uh, even even better, because it's from from the... It already tastes better. It was, like, not even because, 99 cents. Because the cheap. Mm-hmm, exactly right. And I, I am I'm, a man who digs me some cheap. Now, I don't want everybody to think that I'm so cheap that I'm not offering Taylor what I'm drinking. There is Session available to, to Taylor, but I am drinking Session Premium Lager. Yum yum! Thank you, Full Sail Brewing Company. They didn't give this to me. I'm just thanking them, on the hopes that one day. That one day they do give you. <laughs> yeah. If there was an alcohol sponge, mm-hmm. I'd squeeze it out and drink that. I feel bad, Taylor. So um, I wanted is, to I'm... get you. Hold on, Dan. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> I, Fuck wanted, I wanted to get you an IPA before, but I didn't have a chance because I know you like yourself some hoppy beer. Well, I'll take it. We'll go out to one of the local uh, breweries at some point, and we will get stinking drunk on local actual beers. There are so many of them in Boise, and I have not tried even local beer number one in Los Angeles. I suck. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Well, but we went to Golden Road. You had whatever That's true. Had. I did have... The, we had some did of those. Did you like whatever I, you had? I love those. Do you know what it was? I have completely forgotten. Okay, good. That's fine. And in, I'd like to... Rem- uh, before we introduce Dan's uh, beer, I just want to say that in the last week, I forgot the word growler. Well, you know, that's... We spent five minutes tr- with me trying to brainstorm <laughs> what... God damn it, this word ends in ER. What is it? <sighs> no, we had to go to the internet, and you it uh, was completely out of You should have just gone to our podcast, Taylor, and then you would have you know, heard us talking on end about how upsetting I find that word. God damn it. So, and how we it? think it's, how it sounds like it's a euphemism for taking a dump. You gotta 
Got to pump it growling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dan's just going to keep saying that as often. Okay, pump, Dan. Pump stop, growling. Stop, stop it, Dan. I hate you. So, so yeah, what's your beer? So I've got... So we've got this, this right? Mm-hmm. With my brother's Heffa, uh-huh. which is really good. Have you had that? I have not. I enjoy myself a Hefeweizen. I really like this this brand. Ari okay. really likes it. Okay. But then they just came out with Ooh. this version what? of it. Ooh. The reveal. The it's a Heffa Shandy. I love a Shandy. And it is Heffa good. <laughs> All right. Disconnect. Uh, where's the disconnect button? <laughs> Uh, and Dan's is there punch a com- out. Is there a comedy credential we can take away from him? Is Taylor? there a cough button? I don't think I ever got my. Ooh, a cough out. button for Dan. That'd be great. Where I get, I'm like, nope, no. I get a seven second button on Dan. There we go. And hold for good. And there we go. It's like an old technique sampling keyboard. We're just endless repeats. Until you let it go. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, I need a be... I need a sampling keyboard on uh-huh. me at all times. There should be a version yeah. of it that instead of swears and instead of beeps, you replace the swears with a cough. Is that a thing that exists, or the other way around? Instead Mother of a cough, and you hear the person say "fucking pussy," <laughs> like instead of that. Cock! <coughs> Wait, so they're also doing a coughing noise while they say it. Not that they couldn't do that while they're coughing. Well, otherwise you cut out all the other sounds, so you just. Okay. Overlay it. Okay. No. Okay. So it's an overlay. It's not a replay. Okay. That's reasonable. Ah, boy. So you're regretting being here yet, Taylor? Or? I. Uh, I'm. I'm. I have no. No feelings mm-hmm. whatsoever. I left them. Oh, that's sad. What? <laughs> I just got back from Comic Con. I can endlessly <gasps> ju- like talk shit about Comic Con. It was you pretty should. good. Well, it um, was. Yeah. I haven't been in like four years, and yeah. it was very. It was utterly banal and painful and mm-hmm. wonderful at the same time, and okay. it's exactly mm-hmm. what you think it is. That is what Comic Con is. Yeah, that is, that's it. And it was exactly what I thought it would be, and it was great. I could. I went to exactly one panel, and I was done. What did you go see? I went to see the Warner Archives panel, where they Ooh. were introducing a new DVD, upcoming DVD re-release of Atom Ant and Super Secret Secret Squirrel. Ooh, and that one <laughs> and, I like. And. Uh, and and twice upon a time, which is kind of the re- the only reason oh. I went to the uh, panel. I'm an asshole. Taylor wrote a very really great essay that I oh, yes. yet to finish. About everyone, twice everyone, upon a time. everyone should read that. They should. Is it available like publicly? Oh yeah, if you Google it, you can find a PDF. Okay, so look up Taylor Jessen, J E S S E N, twice upon a time. I'm an asshole. But it is in my inbox, waiting to be fit. You understand how many things like this I have to finish. Yeah, oh, I have a P- I have a two-page Word document at work with nothing but links to things that have been that there for six months through. waiting for me to do. Okay. All right, they're they're coming out with a new Danger Mouse cartoon. I was just I thinking about right. that too. I'm kind of excited about that. That's pretty cool. Although I heard it looks like the art style is still pretty similar to the original. I haven't seen any pictures from it. I'm just very excited. There's a trailer that- now, Ooh. or a preview or something. Who's the voice of Danger Mouse now? I feel like it's a celebrity. Know. I haven't, not I haven't done any casting, research into it. It was a comic a whose, whose name I whose name I can't remember. Patton Oswalt, <laughs> of course. But John John Oliver is going to be doing a voice on it, which is interesting. And Stephen Fry will be Colonel K. Really? Uh, let's yeah. see. Danger Let Mouse is. Will John Alexander. Oliver's character talk like this? Like that's all my question because that's the same voice he does. That's the worst impression, John. <laughs> it's I, I Alexander Armstrong. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I who guess that it's is. better. Is that good that I don't know who uh, that is? He was it's in not David Hunter Tennant B. or something. Huh? He was uh, what? He was in Hunderby. He was in Hunderby. Don't say things. Um, he was. He played Brother Joseph. Sh- shut up. Um, Stop it. Don't. He was in 
three episodes of Doctor Who as Mr. Oh. Smith. Starting well, what season? Mr. Smith. Uh, two, in the year 2008, it's a Stolen Earth and Journey's End. God, and then he's Red Darwall in the other one. I need a plot. Wait, how far uh, are you? Okay. And he, I'm he's Mr. The Smith in the Sarah Jane Adventures. So well. obviously you're in a tenant, which is lucky you, which is good. Uh, wait, so who's the current? Who's the current? Is it still Rose by season three? Is no, no, no. Uh, by season three, she's been replaced by the Martha? lovely woman whose name I can, whose last name I can't pronounce. Rima Agumon. Yes. Have you pronounced her name? Yes. yes. Okay. She's lovely, yes. and she's Call great. Her and I've got up to I've got through the episode Blink, mm. one of the mm. best mm. pieces of episodic television Absolutely. in history. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think I don't know if we were talking about this, Dan, but I, I do have a plan now that any major DVD release I ever have, I'm either going to bootleg some of the footage from Blink as a, as, a, uh-huh. as an Easter egg, or I'm going to have David Tennant recreate it for me. Nice. And then kiss kiss me afterwards, because he's David Tennant. So I can see the reasonableness in that. Yeah. I mean, he's David Tennant. Yes. Uh, have, have, have you, wait, Dan, you said you saw more than season one of Broadchurch, right? You saw the second season. Yeah. And you told me to prepare to be upset. Have you seen Broadchurch? No. Taylor? Yeah. Okay. I know this is not the pop culture podcast, but like it's it's very easy to... This, yeah. is a, this is the. It's good, but it's upsetting. Let's as fuck. talk about bullshit podcasts, yeah. and this fits it's upsetting squarely as fuck, in that though. category. All mm-hmm. right, you know what? Let's let's get back on track here. I'm going to get drunk. And oh, I thought you were going to say let's sit watching season two. Of yeah, let's watch season two of Broadchurch. Hold <laughs> on everyone, one second, guys. Pause. Uh, stop down the <laughs> oh, show. Oh no, we're going to run it. No, we're going to run no, it. No, we're going to. Uh, really very special episode, eight hours long. Oh my god! Did he? What? Did you see what? that? Holy shit. Is he still using a Scottish accent oh like that would change? <laughs> he hasn't changed the accent. Oh, it's wait, no. Weird. Rewind. Rewind. I want to say that again. <laughs> and then He's, we can watch the American Broad Church and cry about how terrible it is. He said pepperoni again. Uh, pepperoni. I, I would pay such good movie to eat. Movie? Fuck. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Taylor's the new Jason. Moving on. Hi. I'm the new Jason. I'm just introducing you to our new podcast, Memorizing just the first three minutes of Don't Crush That Dwarf, Hand Me the Pliers. Oh, no. Turn to page three. <laughs> you, how, you know what? Let's. You, let's... too, can be obnoxious in front of all of your hippie friends. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. What is the longest fire sign run you have memorized before we get into our dumb shit? Oh, God. Actually, probably no more than two minutes. I don't. Still. I, I, my, my comedy quotient for memorization is all strictly Monty Python. I could okay. do both sides of Matching Tie and Handkerchief. Wow. And wow. that's where my that's where my memorization and geekdom of of, of obsessional learning uh, whole comedy albums ended. Okay, really. no, that's good though. I well, it, that is good. It actually. is good. I, that's quite impressive. Have you? Okay, so we just all right. I'm gonna we'll, we'll sidetrack only once more before we get back on to, on topic. It's not gonna. There's happen. a topic. <laughs> yeah. What, what were we talking about again? Our stupid shit. Oh. So the, the 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 Holy Grail soundtrack we did recently on the other show. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry, I don't know if you listened to it, but it was great. It was a lot of fun. I had never heard it before. There's so much good shit on that whole album. There it's, totally is. Dan, have you heard it? The money, the Holy Grail soundtrack album from the movie? Yeah. No. At least twenty five percent of it is original material. Probably oh, yeah. more. 
Uh, and it's all sketches where they're pretending to be at the premiere of their own movie. And they're <laughs> making fun of themselves and their audience. And at one point, they're interviewing a separate filmmaker about being a pedophile, eventually. Um, <laughs> an evil perverter of little boys. Or a wicked perverter. Oh, yeah, that what? sketch is really? on another album, I think. And, uh, no, I just want to know, can you get me some phone numbers? That's how it ends. Should it ends. Should we be talking about the film? <laughs> And they cut away at one point to a logician with John Cleese doing like four minutes on why Bevedere's, what Bevedere is saying doesn't make any sense. And how he wish, and eventually he just drifts off into how he wishes that his wife wouldn't be fucking the mailman. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. There's, they're, they're, they're very, um, there's a lot of, uh, sounds like time wasty stuff on purpose. Where it makes it sound like, why are you, why did you buy this album? It's a waste. Go watch the movie. But there's right. original stuff on it to, to make those points. It's kind of funny. Um, I love them for that. I love that they didn't throw away any of those old albums. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dan. Fucking get us yes. on track. Do it. Dan Jay's Dan community Jay's service. Community service. Okay, so we record. I want to say we recorded this in 2007 ish. Does that sound right? <laughs> not at that pitch. Why not? <laughs> Please explain what's wrong with that pitch. Because no one picked up the show. Oh, right, right. That's a pro. Oh, that pitch. Oh, I see. Um, so <laughs> I went all over the place with that, that one, man. Whoa. Layers and layers and layers. Layers mm. upon layers. It's like a fucking ogre. So, like, this pitch, I think I'd had in mind for a while, and a friend of mine who used to write for TV said, this is a really good idea, because he's like, you need, a, you need a gimmick for your sketch show, because nobody cares about sketch, and I'm like, alright, that's fine. So my sketch, my gimmick was that Dan and I are, have committed a crime, and we have to uh, do this as community service. Easy enough. Simple plot. What's funny is, and I don't know if this is any of the reason why people didn't care about it, the one sketch which we, we didn't really watch for this and we'll watch on a separate episode, long story short, is a fortune cookie sketch, which I really enjoy, even though I didn't do the best job directing it. I'm not in it at all. Uh, but apparently it's very similar to a UCB sketch, and I didn't watch UCB mm, growing up. Awkward. Yeah. So there's, it's it's called literal fortune cookies, and there's a lot of your grand like the guy pulls out a fortune cookie, and your grandmother will die in bed. Like that's the, and since then, uh, what's his name? Jim Hamilton has done the very same joke on almost the exact same joke on in his stand-up. And so I'm just like, well, if we ever wanted to use that sketch again, we're, we're, there's no point. There's no point. But uh, yeah, so you can watch that that's, sketch that's too. A, that's the risk of comedy, though. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. It's not. There's no risk. There's no, no overlapping comedy today. There no. just isn't enough of it. It's a such a rare commodity. Right. It is perpendicular thinking. What does That's that mean? How that works? I don't know. If the, I don't know. I just wanted to say another word besides parallel. It exists now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to define it on a post-it note. Okay. And but that's not, really not that's how words are defined. That's where Merriam-Webster gets all their definitions. I will just, they have a refrigerator covered in post-its. It's just as legitimate <laughs> as the internet making up a fucking word. That's true. Urban Dictionary, Dan's name is on there as a word. You know that, right? Dan's last name? I Jesus put it, Christ. I put You're it up kidding. there. I put it up there. <laughs> and it is stuck. Since then, I've tried to put other words up there myself. Not so much. Apparently, all of a sudden, they've, they've got snobby. <laughs> Apparently, the Urban yeah. Dictionary folks are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go Miller is actually a word. However, your Flurfenschnarf or whatever we submitted, like, fuck you, Urban Dictionary. Who the goddamn fuck do you think you are? You're not Merriam fucking Webster. Is that a person? It's two persons, right? <laughs> 
Miriam fucking and Webster. Yeah, all three. They're all three people. Dead. Screw them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck those guys. All right. Yeah. So do we? I I really enjoy this opening thing, but mostly because of two things: uh, Brian's song and you're eating and licking a heart. <laughs> yeah, those are both bitchin'. Those are. I, bitchin', I liked. Man. I liked the fact that we had prison suits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean. That, I, that, I mean, I think I, am I just wearing a regular suit though? Oh no, I'm wearing. You're wearing I, a suit, but you have a tie. I that have is police tape. Police <laughs> I have police tape on my tie, which I may or may not still own, and may or not be actual Los Angeles City police tape <laughs> from an attempted suicide. I'm not kidding. That is where I got it. Um, it didn't happen. And then Dan's jacket, which I think I still have in storage, was a nice white jacket that I bought, and then we spray painted safety orange, and then wrote. Five three one eight zero zero eight. I back. see. I was going to ask you if you comped that in. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. 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 That was. No. That that's, was on that's there. Practical effects. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish you could see this. But Old I, school. Dan, I recently I recently took pictures of Dan and my yearbook pictures going back to fifth grade when we first met. And we we're all like upsettingly close in all these photos. Um. But I didn't. I might have deleted them all. Uh. Not deleted, but moved them to the cloud. But there's a picture where Dan is like gleefully holding up a, a calculator as though you'd be able to zoom in and read that he wrote boobies upside down. <laughs> on it. I bet you on the original photo you could, but not on the here. really shitty way they print your Let's. How do we contact that photographer? Do we get a hold of the good people at what's it I called? I bet you Nerf Hefton. What's it called? I Herf Jones. That's what it's called. Do we get yeah. who took our photos? I bet you. I bet you somewhere in that book. Nerf Hefton. There's probably the. <laughs> A credit? The contact. Not not for the, maybe the specific photographer, but... Wife, get me a yearbook! <laughs> that didn't work. Okay. I'm officially mind. designating this the Nerf Hefton Show. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> welcome to the Nerf, Nerf Hefton Show. I, of course, invented uh, Veal of Fortune <laughs> and Stepperty. Uh, we'll figure out what those two mean later on. A smart floodsman, Bill Sodman's introduction. <laughs> Wait, so is it just Merv Griffin having a stroke? Is that all this is? <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yes. I mean, I'm fine that's with what, that. That's what happened in his last voiceover oh, session. so sad. Oh, so sad. In this poignant final voiceover <laughs> session. Oh, shit. <laughs> that would be great. Like He the... goes out the way every industry man wishes he could. <laughs> Trying to get his goddamn lines right. This snout. No. I have sorry, <laughs> sorry, Eddie. No retakes. <laughs> what happened, Dan? Oh God, did Dan die? Taylor, did Dan die? Uh, the cat's going after him now. Oh, hi, He's... lamp. I can see lamp. That is lamp. I named her lamp. Hi, lamp. That is you are lamp. Adorable. What is Dan doing? What the fuck is Dan doing? I don't know. We can do so many things. I have at this his one. What is, what, is the, what? What? Oh, that is a thing. The Laurentian, which is a really creative name of our yearbook from Lorenz, New York. What year? Uh-huh. 96. Okay, so we were Ooh. in 10th grade. This is... Mm-hmm. Well, no, we were in 9th grade. It was published in our 10th grade year, right? I, right. I, it's so confusing. Is it that confusing? Because that's the year... That was my last year that's, at Lorenz, and then uh, I moved to Oneana. Huh? That was my last year your at last year. Oh, 9th grade, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it has my... The, 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 the show we were in. Oh, my God. That's Wait, when we were in... Uh, anything thingy. Goes. Yeah. I've posted some of those videos online, I feel there's, like. There's me with the gray hair. Dan is Elijah J. Whitney. Dan is the first you. line in the play. Cool. There's me with no lines. Uh, and long hair. Very hard. Yeah, very long hair. It's hard to see in this photo. This very blurry, 
webcam photo of a blurry photo to I begin with. I can kind of tell, <laughs> if I had to guess, I'd say you'd had long hair just because it mm-hmm. looks like something's parted in the middle. Was, you don't part in the middle unless that you've got long That was me. Hair. That's the... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Dan. It's not what really you, much better in What you're in, holding in up is, is, is what we call in the industry diffuse. Yep. It's a little hard to... Actually, <laughs> diffuse. Hey, there I am. <laughs> Yeah, like what do you sort of gutter, gutter snake? What do you just describe to me about being in ninth grade and not seeing your own yearbook for mm-hmm. ninth grade until tenth grade? Right. Is a little weird. Did you is not it? have a yearbook class who uh, was who was charged with nothing but making the yearbook all year long? There had to have been, but it was still like the next year that it, they they didn't publish it year of. God is that damn. unusual? It's not yeah. unusual for Jen, but it's unusual for Taylor. Yeah, yeah. We'd pick up the yearbook like right before graduation every year. Hmm. Probably depends on the size of your school. I guess it depends on what side of the Mississippi you're on. That, I guess. Maybe that's that's all. That could also be it. I mean, what what was going on in Boise when you graduated high school? Oh, you know how we know? Look in the back of your your, your yearbook because it'll have all the crazy shit that happened in your senior year. Yes. How many pe- were you in yearbook class? Uh, no. Okay. Did anybody? All right. Well, was the, was the theme of any yearbook that you remember owning? What a long, strange trip it's been. Because I feel like every high school, every three years, has that as their theme. Because they're like, oh, I just discovered a thing. Right? You could be yeah. right. That should because have every happened. three years you got new people in charge. Mm-hmm. Well, in '87, of course, that would have been at peak mm-hmm. trend, mm-hmm. Uh, being 20 years after the release of Sgt. Pepper, and oh, therefore, sure. mm-hmm. therefore, uh, trending. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, we were we were even further out of it than that. Okay, was uh, it? Uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of something funny and racist, but I got. <laughs> uh, I think the 1990 theme of the Bora High School. Uh, uh, yearbook whose name I can't even remember <laughs> some pun on the word lion was a magnificent obsession. Is that a thing? What is that? Was, did they just make up a phrase? Yes, they did. God, fucking guys, stop it. If you're still doing it and you're out there, does your high school, school still exist? Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Boise? Or yes. was it somewhere uh, else? Bora. Bora, Bora Oh, Bora is the name of the town? Uh, Village? Bora, Bora is the... We have. I'm sitting across from Jason Jason Klom, who who has a pretension of having poli- historical political awareness. The former senator from the from Idaho in the 20s and 30s, who mm-hmm. did so much reform, uh-huh. Senator William Bora, sir, mm-hmm. Bora High School of Boise, uh, Idaho. Of Boise, Idaho. Yes. Okay. Are there other high schools in Boise? Yes, it's there not, is. There's that Boise. Big? There's Boise High School, yeah. which is closer. Two hundred thousand people. Or something That's like that. gross. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is uh, Boise High School <laughs> is downtown and takes all the people from the hills who have all of the money. Gonna, yeah. Okay. Continue. Sorry. And everybody they else going to Bishop uh, Kelly. <laughs> is right. And Bishop Kelly's the private Catholic school, and there's Centennial now, which popped up sometime in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. and is out closer to the out out in the the fields of mint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, just the whole town is agglomerating into a giant 200,000 thing that just spreads slowly west, and there are more schools coming along. Taylor, since you're here, I have to put you on the spot. Yes. Take your time on this. Are? No. What? No? I, oh, so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Are? Yes. Are Oboises Oboisterous? I, I'll, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> Oh, 
For the record, Taylor's doing his own timer. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Wow, guys. Fucking, yeah, the absolute, absolutely. Standing over that one. Absolutely. Nope, they're very quiet. You heard that. Taylor Jessen said, you know what? I feel like you might be right. I feel like they were a soft chip. <laughs> I feel like they didn't pop a lot in your mouth. I'm, I'm, no, I'm justifying this. They're very fatty. There's some of the uh-huh. fat. Have you had a no Boise? Do you even know what I'm talking about when I say no Boise? No, not until you talked about. Not until you mentioned the word chip. Um, no, I, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever tasted one of those things. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking? But you don't. All right. We're gonna look up the commercial for Oboises. Yes. This all is right. a product. Yeah. Of oh some yeah. Sort. It's a goddamn oh, product. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Even people who love potato chips are surprised at how good Keebler's Oboises taste. Oh, Oboises are oboisterous. They're bubbly, crackly, roisterous. So full of Idaho potato taste. Made by the Keebler Elves, O'Boise's potato snack chips in original and sour cream and onion. So bubbly, crackly, so Idaho potatoey, you'll say. Glorious, notorious, delicious, and uproarious, the Keebler's O'Boise's and. They're expecting you to memorize an awful lot of shit, Taylor, just for liking a fucking chip, for Christ's sake. Nabisco, (laughs) the people who made you think it rains at weddings all the time in Idaho. Um, 1988 and Mm -hmm. Oboises. I have the faintest memories that, yes, that was a thing, and no, we never bought them. Um, I'd like to imagine that they're actually just, in order to set themselves apart from, say, other potato chips, Sure, they just sliced up a potato and put it in a bag. You can't get any fresher. Wait, they didn't fry them. They just No, put just them in a, a sliced sliced potato <laughs> in a bag and waited. My single memory of the well, not single, but I love I don't them. know if they're cooked or not. First but. of all, we ate them all the time. We bought them all the time. Like my family bought some weird like okay, we got those. We got your crispanias. Do you know what a crispania is? No, where it is the triangle version of the O Boise that was quote unquote Mexican. So the two places in the world they decided (laughs) to concentrate on were Boise, Idaho, and Mexico. Um, So first of all, your most ethnically diverse places in the world. Um, uh, Second of all, they were oddly they were this weird kind of bubbly. They were a bubbly chip. Uh-huh. I can't explain it to you otherwise. Uh, bubbly chip. No, I can picture that. Okay. And now that I'm thinking about it, there's no way that they were actual potatoes. They were probably <laughs> potato powder, like like a Pringle. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're bubbly. Like, they shouldn't have bubbled. Dan, how, why were they bubbled? Can you look up the production process for an Oboise? Absolutely. I will get, I'll get my people on that. Also, I'm saying it the proper way. They say it Oboise. Do you want to comment on that, Taylor? Boise, ladies and gentlemen. Boise. Yep. What are you going to do to Keebler? fucking C. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have... Okay, let's talk about this, Taylor. I know we're not concentrating on our shit, but you know what? We talk about Dan and my experience growing up in upstate New York, having probably... What What would you say, Dan? Zero percent pride in where we grew up? Taylor, Absolutely. Taylor, do you have I, any pride I, if you in you could have a negative up? pride? Negative pride. Sure. Honestly, I don't know what the thing was, because it was this mysterious wasteland between these hills with trees in them and mm-hmm. this fucking nothing for mm-hmm. a thousand miles to the south. And it's like, don't go there. Yeah. Yeah. Or you will die. Yeah. And you would. Mm-hmm. But uh, nice living on the edge of a wilderness area. That's always swell. See, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, and God, I don't know. Uh, it's just this just this very dry thing. Boise meaning, of course, woodsy. Is uh, what it means? Yeah. What language are we talking? We're Taylor? talking French. And I know woodsy oh, because <laughs> when, I, when I stock the coffee at work, the, the Café Boisé is, ah, okay. is translated underneath as being woodsy. Mm. 
So Wait, you that's have how to you take, well, you But to tell him what Oneonta literally means. Okay, Oneonta. Versus what they call themselves. Oneonta, New York is, uh, they, they say it is the city of the hills. But it is the place of big place open of rock, am I Europe? not mistaken? Place it, so uh, that, that's with the Native American translation. But the thing is, that Native, that could just be a racist translation where they're just like, I don't know, place of big open rock. Sounds like a, that's what that stupid redskin just said. I don't know. <laughs> Let's kill him and then name it after his fucking... <laughs> name it after what he gurgles as he's going down. Exactly right. Uh, who wants his daughter? I'm just saying, like, it, so it's... Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. But that's what they... Oneonta... Every, some people say Anianta, which bugs me. Which why? But why do I care if I'm saying I have no pride where I I, I come from? Lord, because you have the, pride in the language. I do have God pride in the it. language of the poor, slaughtered Native Americans that I claim to have a sixteenth of their blood. Well, mainly you, mainly you have fear of the of another Native mm-hmm. coming up to you and saying, "No, you're pronouncing it wrong." That's also true. You know those politically correct Native Americans? They're so busy not uh, being disenfranchised, that they need to correct you on your uh, pronunciation. Well, I think what is most telling about Idaho is that the Mm -hmm. word Idaho is entirely made up. It is not borrowed from any native tribal language. Really? It is simply a thing. Hmm. And that's a a nice thing about Idaho, because when you go back like 150 years in Idaho, Uh and you look at the history of the Treasure Valley, Mm -hmm. the the, the, the local tribes called it the Peace Valley. Nothing happened <laughs> there. Well, that's why it's peaceful. Yes. That's exactly right. So this is an area that no one has <laughs> ever cared about, and that's why it's kind of, you know, nice. Peaceful's better than boring as fuck, Taylor. Yeah, you understand that's, that. That's true. You, you, you do get that. Uh, Dan, like, did we talk about... Oh, we already talked about this on the last episode. Very quickly. I don't know if you know this, Taylor. Uh, Aerie fucking got free tickets to see Eddie Izzard because he came into her restaurant. Son of a bitch. Her place. Her her what? Her patisserie. What is it? It's her a coffee bakery. shop. It's a patisserie. What's a Kay. patisserie? What's a patisserie? Do we know? Somebody knows. The, the place that makes patisseries. Okay. By the way, you. when the name was being selected for the new territory, mm-hmm. eccentric lobbyist George M. Willing suggested Idaho, which he claimed was a Shoshone term meaning mm-hmm. gem of the mountains. It was later revealed Willing had made up the name himself. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> oh, man. Leaving shitty t- uh, t-shirt creators later on <laughs> to make the dumbest equation equations of I the ho to etc, etc, etc. Fuck off. Anyway, I'm just saying... Same yeah, it was, guys... It was a made, cottage industry waiting a century to happen. Same guys who made the Far From Pukin posters in college. Do you remember those? <laughs> God damn it. Fuck off. Wait a minute. What's that for? Farfik Nugan. Oh, but they posters. they take that logo and stuff. But the it's logo a guy. of a stick figure. God, it's it... not enough that Volkswagen had to make up a word. No, yeah. others had to make up make up made up words mm-hmm. about their made up word. Mm-hmm. Because yep. America. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Oh my God. What just happened to Dan? Dan just went crazy low bit rate. What just? Oh my God. Yeah. Something ate up bandwidth. What are you doing, Dan? Are you downloading the porns? No, I'm downloading all porns. Oh, not just you're... one, not just the, but all. All porns. All right, guys. Well, Dan's going to download www.downloadallporns.com if you're looking for it. Can you check GoDaddy and see if that exists? Select please? all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just you, went to you, the... you hit control A on the porn and I did. <laughs> hit enter. Hey, guys, you like uh, keyboard shortcut jokes? Come to the Dan and Chase Comedy <laughs> Hour podcast and go fuck yourself after that because I'm so sorry that that's something you're into. 
Um, www.downloadallporns.com. No results. Oh, you should buy it and direct it to danaj.com. Please. <laughs> Please. Are we NBCing this? Uh huh. Yeah, we absolutely are. Every time you we mention this domain. We have to get and .org and .flex. Does. I'm just trying to think of other ones like jizz in my nose. Does that exist? <laughs> Can you just find out if jizz in my nose? Because if it doesn't, check GoDaddy. Don't don't use a browser. Check GoDaddy first. I don't want you to. Can I? We've discussed this before, right, Dan? Went like back in the '90s when we were doing like, let's see if this exists. And I went. I made the mistake of going to anus.com. Uh-huh. I I don't care. An anus is one thing. What I saw damaged me for life. So it involved more than anus. Oh yeah, it did. Yep. So yep. anus was just the 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 teaser to get. Yes, your domain you... is available. Buy it before someone else does. <laughs> <laughs> we could get a package Screen. deal if we if for ten dollars we buy jizzinmynose.com, and we spend an additional seventeen dollars, we can also get jizzinmynose.net, jizzinmynose.org, and jizzinmynose.info. Screenshot. Scre- screenshot. Please. Or, or just buy it. Just buy it. Just buy it. Come on. That's my your gift to me. It's my birthday tomorrow. Um, uh, I was I thought it was gonna be jizzinmynose.me. That's kind of but those are expensive. The dot me domains, that's a not a top level, but that's a premium domain, kids. Uh, the things that are but uh, have you seen the domains? I'm sorry, we're just gonna go down a long path, but the extensive domain extensions that exist now are stupid. They're like if if it gets past four letters, it's it's excessive. Uh, yes, yeah. we're supposed to be saving space here, children. Guys, want to contribute to that? Dot switch. Dot oak. Dot elm. See now you're dot just, birch. Now you're just being a smartass. Okay, I got it. Uh, Continue. No, I'm just. What What are the most <laughs> non-specific words you could use to just create new, utterly Wait, meaningless? There should be a dot, dot domain at some point, right? That's gonna happen. Dot domain. Holy shit. That'll happen. And then, That's, of course, the domain dot domain would have to belong to a domain reseller. Of course, <laughs> I would <laughs> hope. Domain dot domain, the new home of Fred on the internet. <laughs> Come here and see my pictures of frogs. <laughs> uh, it's like a GSX so, page. So it forwards to www.angelfire.com slash hub slash yard slash four three three eight slash Fred's frogs dot do not go there right do not, now. Absolutely listeners. not. Do no, that not. is that is a mistake. We that is, should it's have like to, TV shows. You will never come back. We should have told him not to mention that. <laughs> Side note: I found my iPod from three years ago yesterday in a bin. Jesus, plastic what, bin. What was on it? Uh, a bunch of Jordan Jesse Go and Nerdist. And the what? what I, I love me some Jordan Jesse Go. I love the. I stopped listening to the Nerdist a while ago when Chris Hardwick uh, wouldn't stop talking about his Jaguar. Uh, and I love Chris Hardwick; he's a very nice guy. But I don't want to hear him talk about his Jaguar anymore. Uh, it, funny <laughs> thing: Jesse Thorne also owns a Jaguar, but you know what he doesn't talk about on a regular basis? Could it be the fact yeah, that he owns Chris Hardwick? Jaguar. His Jaguar. <laughs> like, like, and Jesse Thorne makes sure to point out it's a used Jag. You know, uh, I like I like myself a nice car. If I could afford it, I mean, I wouldn't buy a Jaguar. I mean, will you? Five hundred dollars for a fucking hubcap, probably. Hey, not to throw us, but a no, week ago or so, you did throw me for like an hour when you told me that the host of You Made It Weird was you 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 tweeted something about him beginning in R I P. Oh oh, I tweeted that Scott Ackerman died, um, but I only did that 
Because he always see, says on his ads, I'll see you never at the post office, or I'll see you never at the movies. I see. So Con- I if I'd had the context as a, as a Hardwick listener, I, I would have just glommed right over it. No, I, yeah. I, I seriously Google searched. I, went, I updated Google News for like the next hour. I was so watching sorry. Reggie Watts' <laughs> Twitter stream to see, <laughs> to see the messages. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. No, he just do a, a crazy, wacky song about it. That's that was what happened. That's uh, I saw <laughs> that is what Reggie yeah. Would I saw him live once. Have you ever seen uh, oh, Reggie Watts live? I saw him at Spaceland. Jesus, oh, yeah? that was good. Oh, I bet I saw him. I went to the yes, the premiere of the Yes Men Fix the World, and he was the entertainment while Man. we waited to watch the movie. Holy cat! I'd never heard of him before, and I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's amazing! Something I, great should happen." I to turned this guy. on to Peter. Ber- I turned on Reggie Watts. I, mean, I turned on Peter Bergman to Reggie Watts before he died. Really? He was, I was very proud to have done that. That's I played awesome. him fuck shit stack. <laughs> Did he enjoy it? Yes, he did. Hey, mother, those motherfuckers are hip. Can I just say this about Firesign Theater? Sons of bitches are hip until their old age, and I really respect the fuck out of them. They were. Yep, they were hipper than me. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, uh, you in, know. In, uh, in yes. other news, yes. Um, Sataru Iwata died. Is that the guy who created uh, Nintendo or Mario Brothers he, or something? He was the president of Nintendo. Can I just say what I said but, when yeah. uh, when uh, the guy who played Tony Soprano died? Hmm. Thank God. No, I'm kidding. But I, that is what I said when he died, just because it pissed off a lot of my friends. <laughs> I did troll my friends about that. It was at my wedding, and they're like, yeah, James Gandolfini died. And I'm like, yeah, finally. <laughs> he made a really bad restaurant in our hometown. He did. James Gandolfini did co-own a restaurant that made no money in our hometown, in Oneonta, well, New York. Well, the whole thing is they kind of... It was... It was like a high end. It it wasn't high end, but the food was priced high end. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, dear. Like, and this is like a piddly nowhere town in Oneonta. So yeah, it's, it's not, a little rough. You're not gonna make. I mean, I think there's money there that we don't know about, Dan. I do think it's a little. Like, that maybe, but you're not gonna get that on a day to day. No, no, no. And like they had like this like wine bar, beer bar, some special type of bar. And of course, one of the big advertising things was. You might see James Gandolfini. He was literally never there. Well, and now it's it's, it's even harder to book him. Um, uh, <laughs> well, this is exactly what happened with Haley, Idaho, when Bruce Willis came in, swooped in, and tried to install himself as Planet Hollywood slash Haley, Idaho. What? This was 97 or so. Planet Hollywood in he Idaho? He decided to go to... To Haley, Idaho. Which what is the fuck is Haley, maybe, Idaho? It's maybe ten. <laughs> it's maybe ten minutes away from Sun Valley, and really sweet, oh, okay. that makes really sense. sweet yeah. interior Idaho place. And yeah. uh, to get there, you have to fly to Twin Falls and then drive a couple of hours north or something. And basically, a remote, nice place that Bruce had never grown up in, and mm-hmm. thought. Oh, it's nice. So I'll go here and kind of fucking ruin everything oh, by bringing no. Hollywood to it. And within an, within a year, everybody was like, "Get the fuck out!" The entire town was employed by Planet Hollywood. Oh my god, that's uh. And then just real quick, when Philip Seymour Hoffman died, I just said, "I thought heroin makes you skinny." That's all I got. That's the last. That's the last horribly insulting thing that I said to anybody. Good night. <laughs> I'm sorry. When celebrities die. I always get shocked when people say, I know, I was such a big fan. You've never talked about them once. <laughs> Stop it. I respect both of those gentlemen, but it's really funny when people all of a sudden, like, and people have all been, been talking about some comedians I've never heard of, and I'll admit I don't know them. A bunch of comedians have died in the last few weeks, and I don't know anything. 
All right, Taylor, I have? you know who Jack Carter is? Do you know anything about Jack Carter? Uh, you might know. No. See, Jack Carter, everybody's, you know why they're freaking out? Because the wonderful and brilliant Cliff Nesteroff is talking about him, and he's interviewed him once. If Cliff, Cliff Nesteroff has interviewed him, then that means he's probably important. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people freaking out who I bet didn't know much about him. But it's a good thing. Cliff Nesteroff exposes people to new things. I expose people to things that yourself uh, myself i expose myself regularly on the comedy on vinyl podcast yeah um when i was in oneonta yes i got way too excited like my like first couple months a Mm -hmm. kid named i think his name was jeremy oh did he die sat behind was sat behind me and he had like one of those undetectable heart problems Mm -hmm. and Mm. they were he was a you know was he a soccer player he was a basketball player. Basketball player. And, and somebody he was, shot him. I'm kidding. Continue. Yeah. He uh, he was like, oh, I'm not feeling too good. I'm kind of tired. So he went to go lay down in the locker room while they were practicing. When they come in to change, mm-hmm. he's dead on the bench. Oh, fuck it. And up. what was your and joke? S- no, no joke. Just, uh, <laughs> what are we kinda... talking about here? Why are we talking about hold just on. dead people hold dying on, hold without on, a humor? Hold on. Jesus I, fucking Christ, hold on. Jason Klom. <laughs> hold on. I'm, just, I'm bouncing off of what you're talking about. So continue. He's been dead a while. So he's pretty cold. Um, but there were people that were like, you know, people around me in the classroom were like, you know, everyone was all upset, like for a week, right? Blah, blah, blah. A bunch of babies. What you would expect. But then I'd be walking in the halls and people would be like, oh, I miss Jeff. I'm like, his name was Jeremy. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I can't believe it. Like, you didn't know him. No. But you're trying to get sympathy for his you death. Garbage fucks. Oh. So it's like, it don't, you don't have to be famous for people to do that bullshit. No, apparently not. <laughs> Fuck! You know, I remember, remember. I barely knew him, but I probably knew him more than those people. Because he sat behind me and I talked to him a couple times. Jeremy something? What was Jeremy's last name? Do you know? I'm not even 100% sure Jeremy was his name. I just (laughs) pulled that out. Well, look, I knew him for two months, okay? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't no, get a chance. You hey, at least knew at the time. Hey, this, at is, the time. this is creepy and kind of funny. Um, University of Idaho, 1991, and I was a freshman, and we went to the... There's like a Mardi Gras parade every year. And you died and you're a ghost right I now. died in the coffin in the Mardi Gras parade. Now, a bunch of us, like six of us, went as the Tired Undertaker skit from Monty Python, uh-huh. and we were we'd put the... First of all, we'd walk with a homemade coffin through the parade and say... Uh, I left my wife and 39 kids in a starving condition without any gingerbread. Did I do right? <laughs> right. Right by my country. whoop de doo Left. <laughs> left. I left my wife and 49 kids and, and go like that for That's the rest of the parade. But awesome. what was amazing was that mm-hmm. we were all wearing the Undertaker's outfits. In the end of the parade, we took a picture mm-hmm. of all of us in the Undertaker outfits. One of the people in our group was named Andy Ochthon. And in the next year, he commits suicide in the in the University of Idaho Arboretum. And it was this amazing thing where the entire world media was glomming onto the idea mm-hmm. that a black man had been lynched in the University of Idaho Arboretum. He was Middle Eastern, uh-huh. and he killed himself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was so proud of the world media at that wow. point. Wow. Wow! It no, was, once they so that was once odd. they found out the truth, they never said a single thing. Never retracted it. That's a lot of stuff going on right there, <laughs> to the point where I can't think of a really funny joke because I don't think there is one. Well, there's one away point six. Morbid talk radio. Morbid talk radio. Morbid talk radio. One away point six. Oh, he's so kind of clammy. One away point six. There's no joke there. There's a there's a semester long media class. There. Yeah. Right. Holy shit. 
<laughs> Middle Eastern kid. Wow. Wow, we won't stay on that for long. No, nope, moving right off. Yep, continue. He certainly did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Taylor, what did you think you were getting into? <laughs> this is what I thought I was going to get into. Okay, good. As long as you, you expected that. I bought something interesting at Comic-Con, and oh, you yeah. should, everyone should Google this image if you can. Okay. Um, oh, shit. I don't know if my search Please terms are Please tell me it does not involve an Arboretum. It doesn't involve an Arboretum yet. <laughs> um, Jermaine Rogers is a uh, a really sweet uh, black dude who does Kenny poster Rogers' art. brother, yeah, exactly. And he's he's based in New York. He's this he's this he's this black. Hold dude on, that's a lot to search for. Hold on. And he does uh, poster Jermaine, art. Hold on, hold on, hold Jer- on. Jermaine, Jermaine Rogers, Rogers is Jermaine a really Rogers. sweet black dude who does <laughs> he does poster art. Google sweet and black. And dude. Also, Google has slightly bloodshot eyes at Comic Con. Um, he came to Comic Con five years ago with a poster that made me really uncomfortable when I looked at it. Okay. And this is what it is um, Aladdin Sambo. So you remember the advertising character Sambo. Sure. And you yeah. remember Aladdin Sane, the Bowie character. Sure, okay. Them mashed up and he did it as a poster for uh, uh, an R&B artist and uh-huh. he described to me how he would he, he witnessed this being sold as merch after the gigs and he enjoyed watching all the all the white kids look at it and not buy it <laughs> and it's really it's it's really kind of disturbing and mm-hmm. I I bought it of course. No, of course. You know, uh, I, there's a story in my parents, because I, I, I'm a military brat, so when I was like two and a half, after England, we moved to Oklahoma for like a year, and in Oklahoma, there is a restaurant, might still exist, called Sambo's, and my parents, my parents even went there a few times, and my mom's a very open-minded lady, but like, I guess if it's nearby, you're going to eat that? Is that right? I don't think I would yes, go. Yes, that's how restaurants work. I don't think I would nearby. go. To, I don't. I mean, there's a Coco's, but I don't think I'd go to a Darkies for for a hamburger. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if that existed, well, they don't sell hamburgers. They, there. What it's do they mostly s- pasta and fries? Oh, pasta and fries at at Darkies. <laughs> what do they sell at Niggerland? <laughs> Google that. <laughs> no, thank you. Me neither. I, th- I think it's I think it's mostly like soft serve. I'm <laughs> I'm shooting myself right now. Everybody, hold on. There's the uh, oh he's he's oh it's a Glock. I wasn't Ooh. expecting that. How does that taste? I expected something a little more old timey. It's been Taylor. a great last show. <laughs> <laughs> he he just shot himself with a blow dart gun, and I don't know how he did that. <laughs> I think he only knocked himself out. Give him a minute. He'll be Oh, my God. I'm a terrible person. Taylor, I'm sorry you tried. I know you had the curved blow dart gun. <laughs> there wasn't much poison you had on there. You only I think, knocked yourself I, out I, for like two and a half seconds. Yeah, well, it loses a lot in, that, in the little twirly straw thing, so... <laughs> um, yes, there is... I feel like a, there's too there many is, curves. A crazy there's straw cre- dart gun. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> There's credence to the restaurant I- equals close to me right now, so I desperate, so I go uh-huh. kind of thesis, which ap- ap- applies to all Americans. Sure. Regardless of race or creed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> race is a social construct, Taylor. Continue. Motherfucker. Creed is a shitty band. Continue, Taylor. <laughs> 
Creed is a weird character on The Office. <laughs> Short Shrift would be a great name for a band. Dave Barry. <laughs> what were you going to say about a restaurant? Something nearby where it's, I think you're trying to help us with our comedy, and uh, I'm sorry, we interrupted you and killed whatever you said. I do yeah. myself. Dan, what you got? Dan? I, I got... I what are you looking don't... up right now, Dan? I'm trying to find little Sambo, Aladdin guy. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you the Google terms might not even work. No, go to my go to my uh, photo stream. I'm on. Uh, oh, or Jesus. if you're if you're following me on Twitter, I posted it there. Or no, yeah, if you guys true. follow Taylor on Twitter or, or on Facebook, he posts all kinds of racist imagery. Uh, that's his biggest. <laughs> it's uh, great every Tuesday. <laughs> Stay tuned. Tomorrow <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> We've been thinking about distributing your stuff. I wanted to tell you now. I wanted to like do a new podcast about whatever racist stuff that you've been coming up. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Kill <laughs> kill all the non-whites, by the way. <laughs> I've got anyway. What's your, I'm what's trying your to think of a Taylor Negron joke because Negro's <laughs> in his name. Or um, and it, what's weird and very odd is I was thinking of Taylor Negron earlier out of nowhere. So it's really great. What Dan? What is your tweeter? His tweeter um, is Sid Fudd. Sid Fudd. S i d f u d d. You know what? And I'm ignorant. What's that a reference to? It's a, is it a oh Sid Fudd is the uh, famous inventor who um, invents the porcelain oh. astrolabe and who comes up with Fudd's first law of opposition. Mm-hmm. If you push something hard enough, it will fall over. That's kind of a cool piece of art, right there. Is it? Oh, you found it? I did. Here, it's he's he's uh, he's good shit, man. He's got he's got um, talent. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's black. Sk- he's got skills. He's also, he's black. He's a black. <laughs> he's one of them. This is actually relevant because it made it easier for me to talk to him about the fact that this made me really uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'd buy this from a white dude if it was the designer. No. Nope. But I felt safe. Yeah, no, exactly right. Yeah, you understand the... It's like, I'm cool with uh, knowing that uh, 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 Spike Lee collects... Uh, offensive racist imagery and collectibles. Like, exactly. Nobody else. No fucking white. Here's the thing. I'll find shit at, when I go. I love vintage stores because I'm a big hipster. When I go and I see a mammy doll, I'm like, I know the wrong people are gonna buy that, mm-hmm. and I know that they're gearing towards the wrong people to buy that. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're black, you have every right to own that stuff because you're reclaiming it and you're interested in it. I'm interested in it too. But, like, I'm not allowed to own it. Like, I'm not going to go buy a fucking Nazi dagger, even if I do think it's interesting. I own an American dagger. I do. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I own a Nazi-killing knife. Not here. It's elsewhere. But, like, that's okay. But I can't own a Nazi dagger. He, he says it's not here, but it's right here. I sent oh, you the link to it. Yeah, I see the... it. That's pretty fantastic. Oh, it is. This is oh, yeah. really fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's simplistic art. It's upsetting as fuck, and I would never hang it anywhere. Do you have it hanging somewhere? Are well, you... I'll probably hang it in the bathroom, and I'll probably put it up next to a great thing that I got at the Tom of Finland Foundation, like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Somebody, of uh, some some buried dude, mm-hmm. a, a bear shaped dude dressed as uh, uh, as Goldilocks. Now, here's my question, Taylor: What if you end up with an African American scented uh, significant other? Scented weight. <laughs> yeah, that's the only description of it. A, how will I know it's the right scent? And well, you can tell. I B, mean, they uh, have that smell about them. <laughs> Hold on, I'm and about to kill myself. Last, <laughs> and that was like, the last that we good. ever heard from, from Jason Klom before he did himself in with the curved blow dart gun. Hey guys, my poison was no good either. Um... <laughs> 
It is really great. I don't know. No, I, have, really... I have no plans to answer your question. I don't, don't know what I'll do. You don't do. have any plans for African-American significant No, I have. I, that would be delightful. <laughs> Just I don't have any answers no, for that person. No, you shouldn't make specific plans. Oh, once, I see. Once I he see. enters uh, the apartment. Okay. No, but I feel like no that's man. kind of racist, too. I Which just... Wait, having plans to, to answer it? No, having having plans to have an have African an African American significant. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. You should be colorblind. Yeah. Just close your eyes. Talk to them for a while first. <laughs> yep. You go to Before a bar. Decide. Love it. Love it first. <laughs> what What are we talking about? Well, love it first. What? Here? Scent. <laughs> Scent. Oh, of course. What am I talking about? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm so sorry to offend. I don't know. I, you smell black. Am I wrong? <laughs> You I can't. Don't I don't want that to see a color. Great so <laughs> that is a wonderful smell. I didn't realize that, that black folks smelled so good. I mean, white people smell good too. I don't want to offend anybody here, but you smell fantastic. Uh, well, thank you. I have a poster in my apartment. Just real Let's, quick, if we're going back, I just want we to. Do, give you a have a couple up. posters. Well, I appreciate actually. you bringing that up. When you walk into my bathroom and close your eyes, you're gonna smell a poster. That may or may not just I just don't want to put you off. I appreciate the irony. And it's by a gentleman who I don't see color, but he smelled very black. And Okay, I'm hip. I'm hip. Okay. So, wait a minute. So wait a minute. So the person that you're picking up is a black guy from the seventies? I just want to make sure. Just real quick. Just so that I'm clear. It's about 1981. I can see that. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's absolutely... I'm. Here's the thing. Are we going down a bad path, Taylor? I think... Are there any others? Is there an, another kind on this podcast? I just feel like I got nothing. Dan, what do you got to say <laughs> next? Thanks for sending uh, me this image, though. I now appreciate what Taylor was talking Did you see... <laughs> hey, here we go. Was Adam Coford at Comic-Con or no? Adam Cover was not a Comic Con. Or also, I would have, I would have pigeonholed the bastard. Ape Lad, real quick. He's the best. We're big fans of yours. We both met him, right? Yeah. We both met him. Uh, I actually emailed him today to ask him about something in particular. Uh, and I mentioned your, I dropped your name because I figured, hey, look at that. I appreciate that. I've met two. I've met two important. Here, I, I met. Okay, podcast. You know, there's a weird connection here. John Hodgman is this weird hub of the internet. John Hodgman. Mm is this odd connection, not specifically to my wife and I, but uh, the first thing Jen ever played to me was You Look Nice Today, the podcast, which John Hodgman does little interstitial voices on and has appeared on, okay? And that's the first thing she ever played for me. I've since met, like, one of the guys from You Look Nice. Have you ever heard look, You Look Nice Today, Taylor? I've never heard. Great fucking podcast. It is one of the best that's ever been put together. It's brilliant. Uh, even better than ours, somehow. Um, mm. And John Hodgman has appeared on that and is friends with them. John Hodgman obviously is also friends with the gentleman known as Ape Lad or Adam Coford, mm -hmm. who is a brilliant uh, comic drawer and artist and writer uh, and put together two great books. I do have an original piece of his art on my wall right now, which is internet-based. It's bitchin'. It is bitchin'. Jen got me that for Christmas one year. Um, and that's another thing that Jen and I related to. But Adam Coford is now this kind of interesting... Uh, he's in Utah, so not... Wait, how far is that from Boise, where he is? Salt um, it's pretty close. So it's, about, it's about six hours. Six hours? That's closer than, than me to you. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I think it's, what, 13 hours from here to Boise? Is that right? Yeah, ish. Ish, ish? okay. Uh, so, but, like, now, Jen and I related... Oh, thank you. Jen and I related over uh, Adam Coford, and uh, I, Adam Coford is, I feel like I should point out, uh, has helped me not be homeless at least one month, uh, because he let me sell a sculpture of one of his drawings. Uh, and that actually got me $100 and helped me make rent one month. 
And uh, Jen, and uh, yeah, so Jen and I related on that, and then Taylor and I related on that because, uh, you know, Adam's an awesome guy, and Taylor's an awesome guy. Hey, it's Jay. This week, Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour is proudly sponsored by $300 Data Recovery. Uh, There's a good reason they're our sponsor this week, and that's because there would be no episode this week without them. And we'd have started the entire show from scratch if we hadn't found out about their services. So as you probably saw online a few weeks ago, my hard drive crashed. That was six terabytes, almost a million files, and $300 Data Recovery recovered everything for me wasn't an easy order. I had four drives in one enclosure and a RAID setup, meaning you can't just plug in the drives and copy all the stuff over. They took my drives, examined them, determined whether or not they needed to open my drives up in their clean room. Uh, They didn't, which sped things up for me, but they do have a clean room. And they copied everything over to a very large USB drive for me. It was very simple. Their rates are super reasonable, as little as $300 a drive hence the name, and they don't just work locally. You can actually send your drives into them. So go to $300datarecovery.com. That's the number 300, then $datarecovery.com, and check them out. And once you do, back your stuff up again. That's huge. Uh, I had a drive that was supposed to be foolproof. It wasn't. $300 Data Recovery helped me uh, out, saving 26-plus years of writing, art, photos, videos, everything, including, of course, this podcast. So check out $300 Data Recovery and let them know that Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour sent you. Now back to the show. So, yes, I don't know how I got first turned on him. I guess just looking at the Laugh Out Loud Cats cartoon like everybody else did and mm-hmm. thinking this is brilliant. Yeah. But it turns out he and I both work for Disney. He works for one of the uh, video the game developers right. in Salt Lake City. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn he so. doesn't have a VTC unit there. Otherwise, I would have VTC united him and we would have had a pleasant conversation. I have no idea what you're talking about when you say VTC unit. Video teleconference. Oh, oh, right. Uh, am I allowed to say that you showed me the video teleconference room at Disney? You are. That was fantastic. You are also allowed to describe the Hundred Acre Wood. <laughs> oh yeah. The well. Okay. Now Taylor did ups- <laughs> did like prepare me to be really upset and depressed. He's like, "You want to come see Disney?" He's like, "Here, here. I, bring your twelve year old brain over. I'm gonna have it molested uh, by Disney." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'll go." And then I came over, and it was cool because there's a lot of like original art and neat stuff. But like, it's like, "Oh yep, cubicle farm. That's cool." All right, yep, show me something neat so I can distract myself from the fact that this is like every other job. Okay, cool. (laughs) And he did. He showed me a few things, and I was distracted enough, including their teleconferencing room, which has like three 60-inch televisions in it or something. Damn, dog. Right? Am I wrong? Am I exaggerating? That's more or less. Yeah, they got got some... The the, the Disney thing, they got some cool toys. Mm Mm-hmm. They got the the, uh, telepresence thing which is they, awfully impressive they do it in 3d yet because that's i mean i feel like they kind of that's a new that's the technology that's got to be in person 3d they have like it in, in uh, view master oh. <laughs> like in avengers where they had the little cubicle like the little cones is this avengers 2 oh uh, yeah that's is. beyond me i'm so sorry i haven't seen a movie since lego movie in theaters I'm i think so it's sorry. avengers 2. i don't know it's uh Maybe it was just Captain America too. I didn't see that either. It was, but there's a part where this Mm -hmm. guy's having a teleconference. Okay. And basically, there's chairs with like half cylinders, and so the people who are on the, it's like at the UN or some equivalent type Mm -hmm. thing, Security Council, sure, whatever. Yep. Um. So they're teleconferencing in, and it's all they're 3D when you look at them through the tube, but it's actually projected. On the, onto the That's thing. right. Yes, yes. But the chairs are actually there. This sounds like a waste of time. Why did that happen in the movie? <laughs> they could have just talked on a fucking phone. Why didn't they Skype like we're doing right now? 
Captain America could Skype with so fucking So that you Samuel would be familiar with what they looked like, because but, the real versions of them show up eventually. Are you telling me that if I look at you two-dimensionally, I don't know what you look like in real in real life? Because I'm pretty sure the FBI's been using two-dimensional photographs for hundreds of years. Yes, hundreds. <laughs> That's right, yeah. 500 years. And you years. know what? They've made a mistake every single time. <laughs> They've never actually caught anybody. Most people don't realize that the FBI They've is... blown up the wrong people during Bay of Pigs and yep. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Regular, yeah, watch the X-Men. You'll know the truth. Yeah. Hashtag they, they do, the, loose change. That's they do it on the reg. Yeah, they do. <clears throat> don't watch loose change, guys. If anybody's out there, do not watch <laughs> loose change or zeitgeist. Those are garbage films made by garbage people. One of them was made by a guy from Oniana. We would, we would rather. What he thinks, I don't care what he thinks. He does not know what he's talking about. We would, we would rather you buy a Sambo toy <laughs> unironically than watch that film. You should buy it and show it to your ninety-year-old parents. What I'm telling you is, the Civil War was a controlled demolition. <laughs> are your parents ninety-year-old? <laughs> One of my parents is... You were old. a late-in-life child. I was. <laughs> How old are your parents, Taylor? One of them's uh, 1925, and the other's 1937. Are you kidding me? No shit. Holy shit. <clears throat> you, I think I it's more I that you what, don't strike what, me as old enough as having parents that old. <laughs> what generation should I belong to? I don't I even don't know. I don't even are know. Are you a baby boomer? What's I, going on? I'm like an... I'm like the... Are, the, are you my dad? <laughs> My dad? Did you ever read that Please. book? Please, my mother. Are you a, hey, All right. airplane. Hey, Taylor. All right. Yeah. It's time for me to come clean. Wait a minute. That's why I came tonight. Wait a minute. I was gonna wait for you guys to bring it up. Wait, you came to. <laughs> I. Uh, I would father. like to know at, during which point of this podcast did oh, that happen, Jake? That's important. It That's hasn't important. Stopped. <laughs> it has not stopped. That's why I haven't moved from this spot. <laughs> I'm glued to is the it, seat, no, literally. Is it, is it like constantly like the normal stream, or is it more of like a like a trickle? Like you know, just far. out like <laughs> like out like the side of a little mountain. Why is like this more little... offensive to me than the James Gandolfini joke? <laughs> <laughs> All, the worst worst would be James Gandolfini covered in semen. <laughs> Taylor, I'm so sorry. You haven't had enough drink for this to be hilarious. Uh, anyway, yes, I'm not. T- I'm not finding that hilarious. I'm just turned on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. uh, tell, well, what were you here for? <laughs> just to tell <laughs> me. So my really fa- wait, are you my father or Dan's? I'm oh, now both. Confu- oh, both. Damn. I knew it. I knew it. Holy shit! I thought Weird Al was your dad this whole time, Dan. Have you? No, no I didn't mean I knew that. Al? I knew that we were. We, you were my brother. What? I knew that you were my brother. Well, of course. Duh. My mo- Oh, wait. Hold on. i got to see if I have this text. My mom just got... This will be sweet and uplifting after all the horrible jokes about dead people <laughs> covered in jizz. Um, let's see. I didn't specify who's jizz. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Let's let's be clear about this. Taylor, it doesn't have to Lego be Dan his own. Me? Oh, no, Jesus Christ. Lego Dan. Wow. No glasses, of course. Just anything with a with a Van Dyke looks like Dan. And then <laughs> now I don't wear a hat, but I bought a red hat wow. just to match the Lego. Guy. I'm seeing it. I'm so seeing it. It's good, right? Um, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. Let's see. Uh, my mom sent me a text. She just got a tattoo. She has other tattoos. I can't find it right now, but it's a tattoo with a heart that says "My son's" on it, which I think is super sweet because she's only got technically the one but the other one refers to you dan so i i, I assumed yeah. Mm. yeah yeah yeah. unless she means ren too i mean i don't, don't want to judge <laughs> so she's I confused t- about my sister's gender <laughs> <laughs> she's 
she's she's that ge- gender fluid. What's the term? Is that that's a yeah. thing, right? Gender morphic. Gender. What's that gender, Nickelodeon gen- thing? Gak. She's gender gak. <laughs> she's gender gak. <laughs> gender gak. Alex Mack. Gender gak. Alex Mack. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, what was that kid name? The famous Jet Jackson. That's the next one. That's all I got. That's another Nickelodeon word. <laughs> Fuck. Taylor, can you bring this shit back online? What is going on? I have to so, just anyway, derail it so, further. So, <laughs> Talk about what did you, you think of the... Uh, what, what, what did you think of the Katy Perry version of the oh, opening yeah. was, theme? It was, uh, it <laughs> An was, hour and 20 minutes <laughs> in, by the way, that we're getting back to. It was, like, it was stunningly uh, uh, adaptive. That they fit like a glove. Right? I don't think I don't think I edited it. I think I just slapped her song on top of it to see what happened. I added the front I would slap her ending. song on top of it to see what, what, what happened. What, what, what? Are you talking about sex? What the hell? Katie? Look, dude, I only come up with the metaphors. You come out with the rest. Wait, you, you come up with the metaphors and I have to come up with the meaning of the metaphors? <laughs> yes. Those are very weak metaphors if that's the case. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how James Joyce worked on a regular basis. He's like, you I know what? Somebody will make team. sense of this. It was the James Joyce machine. Thank you for coming up with Bloomsday. Yeah, sure, that's what I meant. <laughs> I was telling Jeremy the other day, yeah, uh, yeah, Bloomsday. Yeah, that's where you celebrate Bloom County, right? And then what's funny is that, that just, uh, what's his name from Bloom County, just did a new comic. Uh, yeah, he did for years. the first time after, like, yeah. Isn't he famously conservative? Isn't one of those comics famously conservative? And I'm, am I, what, am I missing a um, fucking Might beat? not be him. He was just Maybe kind of a nutso libertarian. Oh, okay. Well, that's, I mean, they're funny, at least, because they don't know what yeah. they're talking about. They're adorable. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he adorable. Was, he, he, he made 1984 tolerable. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I haven't cared much about him, but okay. I, I, I Libertarians him. are much like physicists. Mm-hmm. If you take whatever you're talking about and put it in a frictionless vacuum, it works great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true for libertarians, too. <laughs> if there's no human greed and everyone is purely logical, your ideas are awesome. <laughs> But then there are people out there, dude. The end. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, I'm bad. sorry. You were supposed to come up with the uh, what it meant. My bad. <laughs> Real quick, Taylor. Okay, so on wow. the left. Wait, was it. Did you come up with the Ayn Rand thing on here or was it just your Twitter? Because uh, I. Oh, I. Twitter and then I told you at the end of our last. Our la- oh, the last, last time okay, I was on okay. this. Our last session. Did he, you... Jason, Mr. Mr. Klom made a brilliant uh, composite cover of Ayn Rand Sings great uh, Bavarian folk songs. Something like that. Did yeah. you see that, Dan, when I put that together? I don't think I saw that. Uh, well, go through my Twitter, but I'm like, now it really, like, after that, it makes me want to put that together. Like, let's, here's what we do, Taylor. We record you, we'll pitch you up. We record you reading these, doing these songs, right? And then we, we pitch it up. And then we go to that guy who does the irregular LPs. Okay. <laughs> and then... Yeah, absolutely. Like, we make different versions. One we sell to the Moocher class. One we sell to whatever the other garbage that fucking dumb bitch pitched out to everybody else. And then, like... And that, by the way, when I say dumb bitch, that's not sexist. She was just special. Special. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we just... That's our next record. That's our next comedy album. Is Taylor plays Ayn Rand... And yeah, I have no empathy. 
Bring have, me my sheet music. Have you heard John Hodgman play her on uh, the Dead Authors podcast? I saw him play <gasps> Ayn Rand at Largo what? a couple months back. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Man. Oh, I wish I'd seen See, that's... <laughs> he was wearing a blue dress as well. Good people at Largo. Wait, Thank Jesus you for Christ, putting... Jesus Christ, it's a German accent. What the hell am I thinking? Well, what, wait, what was Ayn Rand? She was, a, she was a Russian aristocrat. Same thing. Fine. I love that German and Russian are the same thing in my brain. I'm drunk. It doesn't matter. She's, yeah, in her in her Kenya. opinion, yeah. government doing anything was wrong. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's what's really funny is like I have friends and I will not name names who claim to be libertarians yet I know I know lived off the American dole for way longer than they should have and I'm like, all right, I'm not I'm not gonna call you out on your shit, homie, but like, c- come on, you can't say anything anymore. About being, you're adorable. Libertarians are adorable. They're so cute. They're like, they're these little adorable idealists where these things that they think are real are not real, and it's so cute. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Was that Daisy? Oh, Daisy. Guys, guys at home, we don't talk about our cats enough. Yes, we do. Uh, we got Daisy. We she, got Lilu. She let me pet her for a second. Daisy is named after one of the main characters on the show Spaced. Lilu is, of course, named after Lilu in The Fifth Element. Dan's cat. One of his cats named Lamp from Anchorman. Uh, we have wonderful cat. Taylor, do you have any animals? Goob. Let's talk about your animals. I don't have Goob, any. Who uh, is why named don't you have any animals? I have been named after accosted from... with, with this fact by from, from mm-hmm. multiple points of view now. You love animals. I should have a cat. You're very nice to animals. Requires... Are you allergic to any of them? No, I love them. Okay. They're, and they're they're You they're don't have fine. the time, do you? I am an irresponsible oh. prat. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, you know why? I This is why, Dan. You know why he can't have an animal? It's because why? you go off of them by smell, the same way you do uh, potential uh, romantic mates. And all it. cats smell like ass. So that's just what happens. So I, I smell... Uh, if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, adorable cat. But you you go, you go literally walk into the pet store with your eyes closed, don't you? This is the problem. Cats smell like Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be so... I'll be so sober that I won't remember what that means. Um, so I, I don't know if that'll even make it into it. Um, I don't know if it will either. Do we have the setup on? Did we record the setup for we that? Re- we recorded it. I think. I think yeah, I don't that'll think, make. I don't think it is. I don't think it'll make it into the actual live show. Sorry, folks. That's the it. Live show. I was gonna. Uh, I thought about briefly about broadcasting this, but I'm like, you know, the five people who watch this are just by now would have tuned out because of all the racist shit that Taylor's been saying. Um, yeah, God damn it, Taylor. God. You really? know, this is the classy fucking joint. It's supposed to be. It's and really just gay it all up. <laughs> <laughs> when we say gay, we don't mean that in an offensive way. We mean it like... We just mean faggy gay. <laughs> right, like he's a homosexual. The, wait, no, wait. Did I get that wrong? What was I supposed to say to the public, Jason? <laughs> Wait a minute. I completely misplaced the memo. Am I your spin doctor now? (laughs) Shit. I didn't know. Boy, oh boy. Uh, So, Dan and Jay's community (laughs) service. Why didn't it get picked up? Could it be because Dan and Jay are the worst? Yeah, I need some history here. Tell me about this. Uh, Well, I don't know. We pitched it to... What was that? I don't know. I don't know. We pitched it to a station and they said no. Adult Swim, you know, they looked at it. They considered it for five minutes and they said no. This is still pretty impressive. I've never gone through a pitch and I'm delighted that you guys... Did you both do this or did only... No, this was... I I was all me. You were what? It was all me. Oh, it was all you. 
even though I sent the email. It's an email-only pitch. It was one of those that got no further than that. Like, I've done that several times with people. The, the, the verbal pitches have been for other shit with AMC and History. And History Channel has literally come back and said, oh, we don't get humor. We don't do humor. <laughs> their, their VP, their, their person who heads up everything has said, oh, we don't, we don't do humor. We don't understand humor, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so... That's, that's that's actually happened. <laughs> it's nice for them to admit that up it's, front. Sure, that does Sorry, explain a lot we about have the not whole. Acquired that sense. See, but you say up ancient front. aliens and stuff. What it makes sense now with the ancient aliens? Yeah, well, yeah, they exactly. Don't, they don't laugh at it. They don't get that it's hilarious. Yeah, that guy stupid. with that fucking hair. They don't somehow understand <laughs> that that guy's hilarious. Yep, that's mm. perfect. Yeah, I should have screen capped that. <laughs> um, yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know. Actually, I recently. We least recently because uh, of uh, anybody listening who's still listening somehow. <laughs> vice presidents being number two in the White House is my vice presidential documentary that I've been working on. Which for I am s- so looking forward to. Thank you. Uh, oh, that's I've also been, a documentary. Just saying. You mean exactly. We've been pitching it for years and years and years. I just talked about it on Jackie Cation's podcast. Um, I don't remember. I'm drunk enough that I've forgotten where I was going with that. However. Something about pitching. It's Something about pitching. A it. pitch of some mm. sort. Yep. Nice. Somebody want to write down one thirty exactly? An hour thirty is where Jason's brain fucking shut off. The president's knocked Jason's brain off mm-hmm. the x-axis at one thirty. I really did have oh, a point one. to make. I feel like. Uh, that well, I feel it. like you made it. Thank you so much, Taylor. You may not remember how, but feels I... like you made it. Woo! Taylor, I'm so sorry we subjected you to this. <laughs> it's like the soundtrack to Animal Olympic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what that makes me think of since that was a uh, uh, portmanteau? Now I'm, that we've made it. I have a movie. To the that was good. I have a movie and a soundtrack no. that no. I did not realize until after those were purchased for me that Phil Proctor was involved with. America oh, oh. I had no idea that America Phil Proctor was involved with America Yes. Taylor, let's let's get a little comedy on vinyl on this because it's something we're going to talk about eventually. Just Hit me. I like me some John Ritter, and I've never seen Americathon. I have Dan. You burned me a DVD, I think of it. Dan. I did, but I haven't watched it yet, and I own the soundtrack, but I haven't listened to it yet. Don't feel bad. I bought Americathon on DVD from mm-hmm. Warner Archives and have not watched it. yet. I mean, I bought it legitimately <clears throat> at a web place where things are bought. Where purchases are made yep. and money is exchanged. Exchange for goods and services. Mr. Klom does not steal. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's never happened. What's um, it about? Uh, I fuck if I know. Uh, it's, Amer- no, America. Yep. Amer- it's about the debt. America's okay. a debt. Okay. So basically the whole concept is that they are running a telethon to oh, save that's America. Right. That's, right. that's right. What's Phil Proctor's involvement in that? Phil Proctor and Peter Bergman wrote the original idea from which they then later developed this screenplay, oh. which they did not So write. basically Why some f- guy said, so what happened though is they were sitting around in the living room one day just drinking, mm-hmm. you know, joking around. <laughs> sure. And then, you know, some... CNN C-SPAN bullshit comes up and they're talking about how we owe China like five billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Like we should just like have a bake sale or like a telethon. Boom, writing credit. Yep, Boom. that's exactly right. That's how it happens. Why do I feel like those guys wrote a lot of stuff secretly that nobody knows that they wrote? <laughs> it probably happened a lot, right? Um, that's an interesting question. I mean, <laughs> I spent my off hours like digging through their archive, looking for shit. For Taylor the last is Fire Signs archivist. We need to make this point. I think I made this point on a few episodes back, where I did, where I got excited that you had actually found some recovered items. I- items? 
Vitamin. What's an Eidemann? <clears throat> Can you explain uh, what an Eidemann is? An Eidemann is where something is on the radio 48 years ago, and nobody made a recording, and then one suddenly turns up. Okay, thank and you. And when you inject it, <laughs> it makes your skin shiny. Oh. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so <laughs> shit. They've got lots of shit. And what's fortunate about this comedy group is that mm-hmm. most of what they did, and they did a lot of shit is like out there and it, it got released mm-hmm. which is nice in anyone's career if sure. you're Orson Welles you probably wished most of your life had mm. been like that mm-hmm. um, but there are one or two things in there that never got properly released and um, amongst them actually is Gothamathon uh-huh. and that was a Procter and Bergman live club routine okay. that, that was captured on camera uh, in like 1978 70. 77 when they were on the road mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch of stuff like that where it's uh, TV stuff that's never made it out there yet mm-hmm. so every once in a while I get to put some of that out that's good well there's this this book by uh, Robert Ben Grant and Thomas Lennon called yeah. writing movies for fun and profit with uh-huh. the word fun and crossed out right 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 about how they write shit movies mm-hmm. in order to make money mm-hmm. To make the movies they want to make. Sure. I will say Tom Lennon gave me some of the best advice I've ever gotten. Uh, that was through email, through his agent. But he said, uh, greenlight yourself. Which, by the way, has since become like a fucking catchphrase of the internet. But he said it to me before I ever heard it on the internet. And Tom Lennon, like, even though I'm not like a millionaire from what I do. This is something I was thinking of, actually. You said uh, Orson Welles. Would I rather be... Hmm. Orson Welles or Phil Proctor? The answer is immediately Phil Proctor. Because while Orson Welles might be respected for making one of the greatest films of all time, Phil Proctor has had regularly an amazing career and always puts out good stuff, including yes. an album that we did in November. I'm so sorry. That's shitty. That's, that's not fair to do to him. <laughs> he, he was in our album. Though. Did you hear our album, Taylor? I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Did you listen to our album? I, I mean, so you're heard, in it. I so heard your album. Sure. I laughed. Okay. I heard it. Three times? I laughed. Three, four. Additionally. We, do we have uh, how many times do you laugh? We're Let's get a counter. closing in on you need more than two hands. Mm-hmm. Closing five, in on that. Five, so, so, so ten. I and didn't a half? say from what side we were closing. Oh, in okay, on okay, okay. That's fine. That's, uh, so nine and a half, maybe. A great album. I laugh very much. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, what was I saying? Anyway, I'd rather be Phil Proctor because Phil Proctor never had uh, you know an experience where he's on camera. Uh, you know, slurring through an advertisement for wine. Yeah. It is a California champagne. Mm. Yeah. And the green penis. <laughs> oh my That's God. not right. He Can never I... had to get pissed off about the look. One more word from you and you go. <laughs> we know of a little farm. <laughs> Where Mrs. Phipps, I don't remember Miss, wait, Mr. Phipps pressed pretzel chips. That was a thing, right? Or Mrs. Phipps? Mrs. Phipps. That's not him, but it, it feels like something that... Mrs. Phipps pretzel chips. I'm now just doing a shitty Maurice LaMarche. Marsh. That's you're so doing a, You're doing a shitty Maurice LaMarche doing Orson Welles. Can I just... Let me see if, I can, I can see if I can channel Rob Paulson for a second. No, I can only do Rob Paulson doing Yakko. So, that's all you know. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. That's all you know. <clears throat> <clears throat> Damn, I was ready to sing the other. El Salvador, too. San Juan. That's all you got. Wow. Hi, I'm Rob Paulson. That's not how he talks. You did nail the San Juan, man. San Juan. Well, he's got this thing in the back of his. San Juan. Hi, I'm Yakko. 
anyway, wow. continuing, moving forward. No, that was horrible. Mm, nope, nope. I, and I'm, I'm wacko. so drunk. What? And I'm wacko. That was very good, Dan. <laughs> that was also your dot, right? <laughs> I'm the cute one. That was not. That was dead on. The only that person was... I can reliably do on any basis is the weatherman from <laughs> Negative Land. <clears throat> That was loud. I am so sorry. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. <laughs> no, this doesn't make sense, but I still haven't found... Well, I'll be jiggered. There it is. <laughs> Everybody who has not heard Negative Land's it's YouTube fine. single recently, please YouTube it right now. YouTube it. YouTube it, kids. Dan, what's, what's going on in your... You know what we haven't done? Let's catch up. <laughs> and now we're 37 minutes in. Let's catch up on when did we last record? Saturday and today's Monday? Yeah. Anything new in, in Dan Land? Um, I climbed a ladder several times today. Went it Why? To Goodwood. Why? Went to a concert. What? Oh, who? For, oh, fuck. Who? Uh, 100.3 The X radio station put on a free concert at the Knitting Factory. Um, there was a lot more like. Wait, is that the station you got interviewed at, or is that somebody else? That's somebody else. Ah, okay, that's not that's important. I was on Radio Boise. That's Radio um, Boise. Radio Boise is way more important because Dan's been on it. They yeah. still exist, uh, I hope. They do. Yes. I mean, Dan was interviewed on them in November or December, so I'm pretty sure they still the, exist. I love that they still exist. But it was like kind of hardcore rock, not really metal, but mm-hmm. kind of pushing it. I don't know what the term for that music is. Probably just hard rock. Was it Creed? No. Was it Christian it was, Rock? Uh, a band called Coin Slot? Nope, not real. <laughs> a band called. Mm, sounds Christian so far. <laughs> is it like. Silver Watch. Switch. Grizz- Grizzly Box or something? Grizzly Box! Something like that. <laughs> um, and then some other stupid one. And then the, 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 the lead. Like the lead name who actually played for two hours was Dead Sarah. I've never heard of any of these. But it took an hour and a half to get to them. Mm-hmm. And then they played after, for two hours. We were there for an hour, and we we're just like, it was because it was a free concert. It was just so fucking crowded. Uh-huh. Oh boy. And hot, and mm-hmm. they just weren't good. People, they were kind of they were like running like backing into us because they were busy moshing, even not in the mosh pit. Area. Moshing? It's 2015. Do they not and know what's then, going on? <laughs> no one moshes. <laughs> And we didn't really care about the music, and so we were just like, it didn't cost anyone any money. Let's just go. Cause oh, it was friend, free? It was a free show? Yeah, my friend Michael from work, he likes Dead Sarah, so he got a couple extra tickets. No, Because they were free, but you just had to buy them. He doesn't like them. And so them. he's like, hey, do you want to go? And I'm like, I'll check them out. And he doesn't like them. Buying, make it. Buying make free it. tickets is a bad habit to get into. <laughs> I've had to do that in Los Angeles, going Have to you? like MoMA in downtown or whatever it is to the, that's downtown to go see their their big retrospective of comic art. You had to buy the free ticket so that you could get the free wristband, I'm so that you could so get in confused. the door. Join the club. <clears throat> I think the point of it is just. Mm-hmm. It's more control for them than just mm-hmm. having a huge line of people who might not make it in. Oh, I'm sure it's a fire. So you go fire in. You go thing. in because they have. There's a limited capacity of the building, mm-hmm. so they sell it as if they were selling real tickets to a show. 
just charging no money. Give me a band way, I've heard of. Give me some fastball. Give me some Delamitri. Give me, give me these people were wearing the, the fucking t-shirts and stuff for these people. So they what the people there knew them. It's just it's a subculture that you and I are not a part of. No, and it's not a real I'm subculture. Really... Then it's not real. Okay, I'm 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 at least slightly aware. I bought the Chumbawamba album for fuck's sake. Oh, everybody bought the Chumbawamba right, album. So, but I heard, I just told you I've heard of Delamitri and Fastball. Fastball, yeah, they did the way. Yeah. Everyone can see the road that they walk on is painted in gold. It's always summer than... Why do I know the fucking Never words? get cold. cold. They never get lonely. They never get old and gray. The shadows wandering out somewhere. They'll never get home, but they really don't care. They wanted the highway. They're happier there today. Today. There's like a solo right there, right? And yeah. then Delamitri. You remember that? <clears throat> Do you remember that song? The Delamitri song, Roll to Me? Refresh <laughs> me. I probably know uh, it. Roll to me. <laughs> That's the end of the fucking <laughs> hook. <laughs> oh, that one. Okay, what about uh, breakfast? Uh, uh, what about Deep Blue Something's Breakfast at Tiffany's? Real quick, side note. I have a friend who's a very big fan of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Uh, don't know why. I love him. He's a good man. Dan knows who I'm talking about. Why, maybe. Uh, why would you like that film as a white man in 2015? Taylor, go. Uh, because you like it enough because of Audrey and George... George Papard? George Papard. George Papard, Absolutely. because you you love them you like enough it when a plan comes together? That, you're, that you're willing to overlook... Misa Goraitori! That really? Can you overlook that. that? Well, sometimes in life, sometimes in life, you mm-hmm. you you have no choice because your inner child. Is there says, a movie that I like that has something like that that I'm not thinking about, Taylor? There, probably on Name your a movie shelf. That I like on Name? your shelf. There probably is one. Anything on my shelf? I'm sure there's more than one. Mm-hmm. That's because you've got the Sambo story on your shelf. Yeah. The Sambo story with the special <laughs> the special commentary mm-hmm. by by all the greatest 20th century racists. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there are many problem films in my library. Well, I mean that's that, that becomes an issue. It's like I'm sure I've got, but I've, I've got a collection of movies that I have for educational purposes. I've talked about this recently with some people, not on any podcast, but like, I have a bunch of the band Warner Brothers and Disney cartoons because I'm interested in them. This reference. But only because I'm interested in them. It's a reference for future movies. What we were talking about earlier. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We were talking about earlier. I won't buy a Nazi dagger, but I will own a a shitty download of Snow Black and D7 Dwarves. Uh, have you seen this, Taylor? No black and seven dwarves. It is the Dan. Have, you, have I shown this to you? I've, I've seen it. Okay, yeah. Dude it's... who comes up with he, he's throwing dice in the alley and the dice appear in his eyes. <gasps> yeah, right, right. And the biggest lips in any cartoon that's ever been put together. The yeah. blackest skin. It's so upsetting. Oh, it's a whole world of Bugs Bunny nips the nips. Oh, I have that as well. And then uh, uh, what's it? Popeye, you're a sap, 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 Mister mm-hmm. Chap. I have that as well. Mm-hmm. 
fascinating. But uh, it's history. Like, sure. You're not getting it because, like, you know, I really wish we could show these now because <laughs> they have some good ideas in there. <laughs> no, it's, I want the, you know, it's, they're, There's they're some really good character animation in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like the story arc is really important. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it speaks to the reality of life. Um, but it, I just think that if you, it's one of those things where if you don't, it's okay to recognize the existence of the history. Like, I don't have a problem with the Confederate flag. Dan's so racist. It's, Did you hear that, Taylor? Dan is so racist. It's just racist. not okay to be waving above your courthouse. Right. Right. But it's okay <laughs> to... Should we mention at this point that he's got it hanging in the back of the... Oh, he's wearing a shirt that's got the Confederate flag oh, on I wasn't going to bring that up. That's but a this is a historical overboard. shirt. <laughs> this is about states' rights. <laughs> <laughs> and the government overstepping its bounds. Can I? There's got to be it's like heritage, motherfuckers. Within the last two or three weeks, somebody has to have done a Confederate rainbow flag. That's just been the most confounding thing on the planet, right? Well, somebody, the thing he, that got traded the they most did. was they the, did that. The, co- the uh, roof of the uh, the oh, Jesus Christ, the Dukes of Hazard, the, the Duke yeah, boys, yeah, uh, with their Confederate flag replaced with a rainbow flag on the top of their. Well, car. that's that's fine. That's clear and obvious. I mean, the Dukes of Hazard. These boys super were gay not anyway. Brothers, that's, that's fine, right? I mean, like they're 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 super adorable seventies guys. You're, you know, I mean, come on, come on, guys. Come on. You know, the Duke boys more like the the what do we got? The Dick. Did you boys? ever see the, the Dick, new Duke of Hazard movie? The Dick. They got they like cock. Is what uh, I'm trying to say. <laughs> in in the new no, one I did with, not see the new with Sean William Scott and all that. They their their car <laughs> does not have a flag on it. Right. Until they drive through questionable country. Uh-huh. And then there's a bunch of people yelling at them and swearing at them and hating on them. And they can't figure out why until they realize that while they were sleeping there, they painted a Confederate flag on the top of their car. Oh, okay. So it's like they didn't do it because they were good old boys. It was done to them. I'm just realizing Johnny Knoxville's in that movie. He's now doing a documentary that kind of looks interesting about Evil Knievel. Did Evil Knievel not have kind of a Confederate flag across his shit? Or is it an American flag? That's interesting. Did he have I think it? it's just Stars and Stripes, isn't it? Did stars and Bars. Yeah, that's good. Maybe. Look it up. I don't know. Uh, yes. What do I make of this? What do I make of this? It's the, What is it officially considered? The Virginia battle flag? What is it actually? It's not actually... It's what, like... it's a Yeah, it was their battle flag. It wasn't... Black hating folks think it is. Uh, yeah, it was never actually the flag of the... the so, one of the flags yeah. of the Confederacy mm-hmm. was... Stars and stripes, only they had less stripes. Mm-hmm. But then they got confused on the battlefield. Okay. <laughs> because their flags are too close to the I can see that uh, happening. Uh, uh, um, hey, so then they. So then what they do, they added a white bar on the side. Hey, fellas, our flags look too close. What's it going? Yeah. We got and a then they, And then they went to a purely white flag with that. that Ooh. That Union Jack in the corner, or whatever. Awkward. But that was too much, like a surrender flag. Yes. And so then they, <laughs> they just they could never get it right. And by the time they were, they had finally started talking about, well, maybe we should just use this battle flag. It was too late. Example of the first war lost because of bad branding mistakes. <laughs> branding um, strategy, his, folks. What do we make? His what do we make suit of this? has has a belt. And like a V-neck of stars, but I don't think it's supposed to be a Confederate, be a Confederate flag. Oh, because it's not a red suit. It's not. A, it's a white suit, and just the cape is red on the inside. Right, right, right. 
and I can't see. And it doesn't say like I hate darkies on the back, right, or anything no. like that. Not that I remember. Just no. I do kind of want to see Johnny Knoxville's movie about him. It looks pretty fascinating, although it's a lot of interviews with Johnny Knoxville, which is like okay. I mean, I mean, I, I, okay, <laughs> yeah, hooray. I, you know, the most interesting thing uh, reaction I saw on Facebook was a friend of mine who is a gay lady who was heavily defending the Confederate flag, like, know your history, know your... and then, like, one of our friends, Dan, from back home, Charles Bollinger, my, my next-door neighbor, Chuck, Chuckles, who we used to call him behind his back, I think, uh, he's like, yeah. uh, guys, know your history, I minored in history, and I know that this shit is, like, bullshit, all the stuff that people are saying about the the, the Southern history about uh, about the flag, and everything he posted is like, oh, yeah, that, well, that all actually makes a whole lot more sense. It's so funny, like, what regionalism will do to you? Like, you'll believe anything because you grew up with it. Well, that's not. It's not even just that. Like, yeah. some states, like Texas stuff, actually have it in their textbooks uh-huh. that the war was fought for states' rights. Sure, not slavery. Not not adorable. You know, that's way more adorable. I there is a sketch. Speak. Let's hop back to community service for a second. An hour and forty nine into this, um, we do have. I do have a script for our next audio sketch album. That's not there. Um, but I do have a couple sketches about uh, a... I don't want to give up the, the punch, but either way, you think it's a, a, a meeting of um, <coughs> Confederate soldiers, you know, f- a few years after the war, but it's actually the first... An- it's like the 50th anniversary of the first Confederate war reenactors. And um, there's a second follow-up sketch where there's this one guy who's trying to argue to this other guy that it was about cotton and not about slavery. And the other guy's like, no... Cotton is just a soft-sounding metaphor for slavery, and that's kind of that's that's kind of the deal. That most people don't quite don't yeah. quite get it. And then the the punch of it is, uh, well, I think my friend Mr. Lincoln will can convince you otherwise. And then a guy, one of the uh, a Lincoln impersonator, <laughs> walks up. <laughs> it's a stupid fucking joke. Are there anyway, we- weapons involved in this? There point? are no weapons involved in this, but uh, yeah, it, it's mostly like uh, good-natured like ribbing between Confederate and Union reenactors. Which is true to history. It's That's how it all was between 16, 1861, right. 65. Isn't brother yep. against brother? It was just satirical brotherhood. Exactly right. Most people don't realize it was a comedy war. Um, <laughs> you go um, back, it was just... 1886 a, comedy wars. Exactly right. <laughs> um, I feel like we're this close to the two-hour mark. What? Who thinks we should wrap it up? I, you know, yep. I think it's all. Yep. I think I think I we can tie it up. Or should we go another fifty minutes? What do we think? Um, let's 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 just uh, let's just discuss uh, our song, the the community service theme song. Yes, please. No, it's, let's discuss the baby in the jar song. The baby in the jar song. <laughs> oh yes, yes, and yes, please. You did make Taylor watch that, and I had forgotten that there is a song about us talking about. There is okay. So there's a bit in this opening, in both openings, where. You know, the whole point is it's uh, we're making fun of uh, the diametrically opposed, like, characters in a sitcom, but it's in a sketch show, which makes no sense. And, like, when it gets to <laughs> this, this one bit, we're ro- really not diametrically opposed. We're very close in that one of us is arguing that life, I guess, begin... Wait, what What is the argument, well, man? I'm too it's, drunk. It's argument of when abortion is okay. Yeah, right, right, right. So right. Your, is, your your side is, was arguing, you know what? Third trimester is okay. Yeah, and yours is... Seventeenth yeah. tri- trimester okay. <laughs> so It's a large-sized baby in a jar. <laughs> a with, giant jar. <laughs> yeah, with a crown on its head. I think it's a baby New Year where I got the image or yeah. something. 
I think I made those images for you. You may have, and in the images, but in the footage that we did not use, we're both fucking the baby jars. Like, we're both pretending to fuck them. Um, we're singing baby in a jar, baby in a jar. <laughs> Who am I fucking? I don't know. Which one? And neither of us know which one is technically life and which one isn't. So, you know, yeah. it's debatable what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Um, good God. It's upsetting. Uh, so, so there's question, a lot of that. Question, question, yes, question. Yeah, what's your question? So, for us pro-choicers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who say that... Oh, Dan's assuming an awful lot, Taylor. Let's, should we tell yeah. him? Should we tell him that we're both a member of a I, certain, I gr- don't. certain group that... Uh, anyway, for pro-choicers, you know, the whole thing uh, is... is it's, not a, it's not a separate human life mm-hmm. at that point, right? Let's say that's, that's the argument being made. Sure. So... If it's okay to say... Does Dan know that he's, like, half cut off that I cannot see his face at all right now? You don't need to see my face. It's about the ideas, okay? Okay. Just listen to the fucking ideas. Don't worry about the aesthetics. Which part of his face is telling the truth? That's a good question. (laughs) So if it's okay to say, hump your couch in private because it's just an object. Sure. Not life. Sure. Oh, I can say that any day. Oh, you mean mean as an object? Okay. Does that make it okay to hump a fetus? I just need to know where I'm supposed to stand on this when it's brought to my attention. <laughs> Are you suggesting that this might... I don't know where. It's like It feels like it's a moral gray area. <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like, Dan, that that's one of those things that's sort of up to you to determine, uh, you know, left But I right. want to know what it, what the policeman will do when the United Oh, what the door. policeman will do. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say... Tomorrow. I mean, Taylor, what do you think? Uh, local statutes may vary. That's a good point. Um, you know what, Taylor? You know what, it's, it's really an argument about states, right? Re- refer to your local <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, that's the greatest... It's not like, about viability of fetuses. It's about states, right? You can say that about anything. You know what would be great is, like, <laughs> next time I see a debate on Facebook where somebody's like, you know what, uh, you should... Uh, stop censoring people. You're being too PC. I'm going to be like, you know what, this is an issue of states' rights. You should bring it up there. Like, I feel like we should just say that every time. Because... Uh, <laughs> Well, I do have one very strong position that, uh, you know, don't be an asshole is a really good rule for comedy. I feel like let's just say states' rights from now on. And states' rights. People won't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just got an email from Lefroy. Real quick, guys, an update. Lefroy, by the way, official, unofficial Scotch sponsor of, uh, Scotch whiskey sponsor of Dan J's Comedy Hour. It says, Dear Jason, holder of plot 698939, that is Dan and J's Comedy Hour's plot of Lefroy Land. Uh, sorry, Lafroig Land. Um, there you go. Best wishes and many happy returns of the day. I have a birthday tomorrow. Uh, ce- celebrate your birthday. We would like to offer you a small online Wait, present. Wait, aren't they Scottish? They are Scots, yes. So that's not what it sounds like. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> the code below will be valid for three months at the Friends of Lafroig online shop. You can use the code to receive a one-off 10% birthday discount in, additional, in addition to a usual FOL discount uh, asterisk on any purchases that you make. Just make sure that you're logged in to FOL so that we recognize you with an S. Your birthday code is, and I'm not giving you my birthday code, motherfuckers, to visit the Friends of Lafroig shop, click here. We hope you find something to your liking. Have a great birthday, and we hope to see you someday here on Isla. Slant your mouth, John Campbell. Why is this not from Simon Brooking? Fucking, Dan, get a hold of Simon. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is Simon's situation? What is his mouth? Simon, here's the thing, buddy. You're suppo- I sent you an email. You're supposed to come on the podcast. There's this little contest where if you tell people what you think of Lafroig, et cetera, et cetera, you might win a trip to the Isle. 
I think Dan and I have earned our trip without even having to enter into some crazy yeah. little contest, right? Right? Right. Very, we've been very creative on describing our feelings. Now, I did submit something just in case. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you should ship us out at the very least and Taylor and then maybe our wives if you want to ship our wives out. Do you like scotch? Do you like whiskey, Taylor? Do you drink Do you drink whiskey. the whiskey? You're just going to say whiskey? Whiskey. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably a yes. Um, I'm just saying, Simon, when you come on the before you come on the podcast, I kind of need a commitment. Brown. I it is brown. Very good. Very good, Taylor. Do you have anything else to say about it? It's Petey. Whiskey. Petey ah, and Reed Petey fell are on a boat. Petey, Petey fell off, and who's left? Reed Petey? The wolf is left. What is happening? Bad wolf. Bad wolf. Uh, bad wolf. Have you gotten to Bad Wolf yet? Don't eat the In, sheep. Into Doctor Who? Have you gotten to Bad yeah. Wolf yet? Oh, no. I haven't got to Bad Wolf What? Yet. Has he? What? Oh, When's that? I'm not telling you. I'm at the That's, end of season three. Season three. I guess maybe. Hmm. That's near the end. All right. <laughs> uh, show I'm about so to watch the Titanic Christmas special. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, the, all the Christmas <sighs> ones are all really always, Yeah, it's true. All right, Dan. Do we have any final words for the kids at home? First of all, go go watch <laughs> this sketch that we barely talked about. This thing that we barely talked about. Dan and yeah. Jay's community service. And then and then what? I mean, Dan, what do you? Uh, first of all, um, my final words are states' rights. Dan, calculate your boobies. Exactly right. Taylor? <laughs> Whiskey. Yep. Sold. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. And also, listen to Watch Food Holes with Dan and Jay. Oh, yeah. We have to. Yeah. What? Edit that into the beginning. Yeah. Why don't you guys. Here, I gotta go to the bathroom. Really bad. You guys. Here. I'm gonna skip past you. I want you guys to talk for two minutes. Food Holes. Have you seen that yet, Taylor? Food Holes. Haven't uh, seen that. I don't have the cable hooked up to the TV at home. Tell me about Food Holes. <laughs> Dan Food Holes is a new uh, YouTube show, a uh, video podcast, however you want to define it, um, where Jay and I send each other foods um, so far of a foreign make, only because we're trying to find things that are outside our comfort zone, Excellent. if possible. Um, and in this first episode of Food Holes... Uh, Jay sent me um, some candies from, I believe it was Korea, that had a label that looked like, let's see if we can figure out what it is from just a picture. Mr. Goldmiller is now holding up the wrapper to the webcam. The wrapper has a white background, red edges, and sort of a peachy, sort of maybe cherry tomato goddamn thing. I can't quite make out what the fruit is meant to be. And then there's some Korean text on that. And on the back, something in red, which I can't make out because the video is breaking up. It says tomato candy. That's awesome, and you should I don't see if Jay actually still has some. We've been kind of, we've been kind of uh, making people eat that. I don't even know what thoughts to have about the tomato candy. It is well, such a well, rad this is, concept. This is um, tomato candy. Oh yeah. yeah. This is this is um this is where this is the scale that we've been doing. All right. So we've been we get the candies. We have like this very limited information about it. Right. So we make a prediction. What do we think it's going to taste like? Like, what what flavor do we think it's going to be? 
and then do we think it's going to be gross? And this is the the premise of the podcast. So are yes. we still talking about food holes? Did I miss anything yep. fun? Right. No, nope, I just kind of went over it, and I just mentioned the tomato candy when you came back. All right, we're so. not going to videotape this. This is going to be the only audio-only ver- version. I'm going I'm to... No, on why did I buy this? We made Kimberly taste it, Oh, too. I'm so sorry. Here, we're, we'll do... Let's... Uh, solidarity. Second audio. Taylor, this is why I'm going to try one, too. I mean, I hate it. I already ate all of mine. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, I'm a tomato person, and this is pretty damn good. Right? See, you if you like tomatoes, man, you like this candy. I like it. Hold on. I like it a lot. Okay. This is weird. Ari couldn't suck on it for more than five seconds. This is weird. I am one, two, three. I'm like four or five beers in. This is good. This is good drunk. See what I'm telling you here? This is good shit. Not sober. Not sober. The sweet I'm not noticing. I think that's covered up by the beer. Mm-hmm. But Okay, so Taylor. Yeah, a little on a scale of one to five, five being most like, how similar to what you thought it was going to taste like is it? Hmm, three. Uh, I, uh, I'm i not quite sure what I expected, but this this uh, defied my expectations. Got a little sweet action going in here, but it's mostly tomato. And it's uh, shaped like, uh, you know, a candy and contains things I didn't expect in a candy like lead base so um i thought it was gonna taste like ketchup (laughs) i thought it was gonna taste like ketchup so i was actually really surprised at how much it tastes like an actual tomato oh that's a good point if they had done this badly it would be just like gelatinized ketchup the the package looks like it could be a ketchup package Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he makes a good point and then so on a level of one to one to five for grossness, you're going to say it's one. It's not gross at all. I'm going to say it's not gross at all. All right. It is a delight. Sweet. You heard it here first. So that, that, that was a mini episode, <laughs> mini bonus episode of Why Did I, Why Did I Eat This? It's called Food Holes. <laughs> for Dan and Jay, you dumb piece of shit. Way to brand stuff, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, side note, we're having to uh, m- maybe sort of recast another podcast, so we really need Food Holes to work. <laughs> so, um, you have to fire somebody. Well, he's fired himself because he's too busy. Um, so, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we need somebody else who's uh, really into the particular subject matter of his podcast. So, um, mm, you know what? This is weird. Drunk, this is perfectly fine. Uh, oh, and real quick, I feel like I didn't do it uh, like enough of an update, and this will come up. I still would not recommend that hard root beer. I, I recommend it less and less the more I've had it. I had another. I had that other one with you, right, Dan, on the podcast. Yes. That was a bad idea. Hard root beer, Taylor, bad idea. Yeah, really? at least what I okay. had. We didn't talk about these. Can we talk about these real quick? We're oh yes, done. we're um, Jason is holding up some cards, and they. Do you are, know what these are, Taylor? They're sort of mul- different colors: orange background, blue ba- no wh- uh, white were, background, cream background. You were lots not... of letters on them. Uh-huh. They look like giant. They look like uh, a 200% size CB. If you look at that, what do you think uh, that is? There we go. Well, the, what the looking at them, I'm putting them, I'm holding them and not reading them yet, and they're mm-hmm. like four feet from my face, just so I can guess before looking at the content. Mm-hmm. I am fam- I am familiar with the concept. Okay, I was there not. were sort of racy CB cards mm-hmm. back in the 70s, mm-hmm. and these look like large size reprints of those, maybe. No, they're they're the originals. These are I bought these. Jesus Christ! In in Lompoc, California, which is a place that I visit 
uh, once a year with yeah, my beautiful wife. Right on. And at this one place, they had about a hundred of these, and I only bought because they were charging too much for them. I only bought a few of them. But Dan, they had like business cards that are this size. You want to show Dan what size these are of people's call signs. And maybe two hundred percent. So, so the X and the Y axis both twice as uh, the distance of a business card. Mm-hmm. So this, these are like three by five cards. Yeah, they're very large, and they have like their call signs. They have the uh, what do you call it? the um, the frequency they were on. Mm-hmm. This one, this one I like because it's got slang. Uh, bless oh, you. Oh wow! Too. And on the back it tells you like high station blank. This will confirm our recent citizens band communication of blank nineteen blank. Heard then, you on channel blank. Mm-hmm. Or nice talking to you. You can check these off. Mm-hmm. Received your card from a friend. Received your name from a friend. Have your card and thanks, etc., etc., etc. So these were like kind of, but these were like, I heard John Hodgson. I see what that one was about. Mm-hmm. But these were like, uh, yeah. So it's early social networking. And they're pretty cool. So I want, but the, what I was fascinated with is I bought a few of these because they have actual physical addresses on them, and I want to see if any any of these people are still alive. One of those was the Uranus Court. The Uranus Court, yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And that one's from what is that comic? The Snuffy Smith. Snuffy Smith, thank you. See, Taylor knows all this shit. I've got '70s Boise OG comics page mm-hmm. knowledge. Okay, bitches. That'll do it. <laughs> Let's see. So we got all these. So 10-1 is receiving poorly. I feel like I should point out that if you're on a uh, film set, 10-1 means I have to go take a piss. Uh, um, <laughs> 10-2, receiving well. 10-3, stop transmitting. 10-4, okay, message received. That's very passive-aggressive. 10-5, relay message. 10-6, busy, stand by. 10-7, out of service. Et etc. Cetera, et cetera. 10-4, obviously, we know. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ten. I never even thought of the fact that there would be something other than something in the ten range, other than ten four. Yeah, right. Ten two hundred means police needed at, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wrecker needed at, ambulance needed at. Your message delivered. Please tune to channel. How do they memorize this shit without fucking wrecking their goddamn semis? That's what I want to know. Or station wagons. I guess you didn't have to have a semi. Dan, did you have? They reset. They recited it endlessly while receiving blowjobs. That's exactly yeah. right. And gas stations. When we... Okay, so Dan, Dan's dad had a CB, and we stole it. Not stole it, but we just used it. And we were talking to people who I think were up at the state park in our hometown. Because it's the mm-hmm. only other place. I think that's where they said they were. Did we have a name? I had my call sign. Did we, were we using mine, or did you have one as well? Because we made one up. I don't remember. Mine was Lil Naked Engine, because <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> We were talking to these this couple who were probably looking to swing and didn't realize they were talking to a 16-year-old or a 14-year-old at that point. I'm glad I didn't propose anything. Spe- drinking out of that? No. I love okay. you. Anyway. Uh, sorry. Um, big Mama and Big Daddy. We got uh, Snoopy here. This is Snoopy and his dog. Snoopy's not the dog. Let's see. Uh, uh, you, you you glanced off the end of that story. Did it have a sexual ending of any it, nature? No, thank God it did not. No. Uh, okay. It could have gone poorly. It, it, All right. It just making sure. It petered out. It petered out. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Very, very classy. Uh, Fatty's 20 is what this says. Fatty. Snoopy and Fatty. Uh, Sugar Cal, 100% mercy. Sugar Cal, 100 by golly. I don't know any of these things mean, Taylor. These are hurting my brain. <laughs> Clem and Phyllis Clemens. Wait, so your last name is Clemens, and you're going by Clem as your first... That's... That's... No. No. 1030 does not conform to FCC rules. Roy and Linda Seeger. 
Uh, rags and patches and Raggedy Ann. There's three of them. What's going on there, kids? This is a triplet? Triple? Triple play? What's, is that what it's called when it's a three-way? Multi, multi, multi-personality. Triple play. Oh, multi-personality. Mm-hmm. Got Firebird and Cricket. They're adorable. Uh, Big Mama and Daddy. You know what? Send, um... Send mom a message. Find out what her call sign was. Your mom? Yep, she had a CB. She had a call oh, sign. Oh, wow. God, I'm flashing back to the North Avenue. I don't know irregulars. if she'll right now. I'm just saying that it could be some follow-up next episode. Yeah, that's a good point. In like 78, Disney was at the tail end of their really cheap-ass live-action phase where it was all the cat from Mars, the cat from outer space, the cat in King Arthur's court, and they did the North Avenue Irregulars, which was all about some church women trying to break the local mafia. And one of them turns out to be the ecumenical enchantress. That's her call sign. <laughs> all right, Taylor. And it's Ruth Buzzy, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like we should do, before we end here, I, I need to know what Taylor's call sign would be. Oh, God, put me on the spot. Yep. We can go to Dan first. Dan, what would your call sign yeah, be if you, you had first. one? I'd just go with Red Falcon, man. Of course. Dan was Red Falcon all over the internet. Mm-hmm. I was Red Falcon when we played Hide and Seek. That's where it came from. Oh, that's right. We established that a few episodes ago. I'd probably just default to Fresh Towel Productions. <laughs> is that the name of your production company? If I had one, that would be it. Your mom is fast. Twiggy was her key- CB call sign. That's right. Wow. She's a skinny lady. Uh, that is that is that is Katie Runyon, or Mammy as I call her, speaking of earlier. Um, that is what I just call her that because it's cute. But Twiggy, what's her, her call sign? I, I'd stick with Little Naked Engine, even though it's offensive. I mean, you know, I don't care if it's offensive. It's part of my history. It's part of my personal history. It's heritage. Part of your heritage. Thank you very much. It's my heritage. Is that offensive? I'm doing it's a southern rights. voice. It's a southern voice offensive. I'm so sorry. States rights. States rights. By the way, if you call that a southern voice, fuck you, because that's an upstate New York voice, too. <laughs> if you're a redneck, that's a voice. Is that, do, do they have that in Idaho? Because they have it in upstate New York, and they shouldn't. Not really. Mm, what do they have? God, even I don't know. Not man. my president. Just picture him saying, Matt, not my president. <laughs> what, do, what do they say? One big-ass mistake. See, that sounds southern to me. I'm just saying, if that's, a, you're if that's Idaho. You're correct. I'm making it up. Oh, boysies I... are oh, boisterous. What? <laughs> Sorry, Dan. What? I didn't say anything. Oh, boysies are not my president. <laughs> there. Those are my final words. I've changed my final words. There you go. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good night, folks. Good night. Cheerio. Cheerio. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Hour, follow us on Twitter at Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Um, yes? What? Tomorrow? Yes? Keep an eye on the interwebs, because mm-hmm. on your birthday, we will have the closest picture of Pluto we will ever have. Ever? Ever, because after it, oh, it's shit, that's tomorrow. by tomorrow, and then it's 
off into space. Shit, we already had a sweet picture, and I thought that was as close as we were ever going to get. Nope, that's the, clo- that's the best picture we're ever going to get of that side of Pluto. Mm-hmm. Aha. Tomorrow will be the other side of Pluto, and it'll be the closer still. Damn. I, I, I was bored two seconds into that. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's fascinating. Pluto, I, uh, Pluto is awesome. Never, tell any, never let anyone tell you otherwise. I've never actually had Lefroy since we're off off record now. Uh, <laughs> what happened was me neither. So I went to Dan's had it and enjoys it. Went to uh, what do you call the Bevmo? Right, Bevmo has a display box. In the display box is a little card that you get if you buy a box. So I took the card, registered it to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, so that we would be friends of, etc. 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 So uh, you know, so there. The, I, but I, the rep is going to do the podcast at some point, and like. Dan's got to convince <laughs> Dan's got to convince them that we are their official podcast, etc. He's an actor. He's an act. What Simon Brookings an actor? Yeah, that's actually his. I think first. What pass. has he been in? Let's see. What's he done? What are his creds? Because people say that, right? Creds. Yeah, all the time. You say that when you're asking people, right, Taylor? They say that. Creds. He mm. was. He was number five that's in the weird, episode. But I like it. Episode. In, in uh, an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit, the what? episode named Closure. Where does he live? New York? Is he a New Yorker? Yeah. New York, Scotsman? And then he was a voice yeah. actor in uh, The Devil Wears Prada. I'm guessing they need a Scottish voice. Right. In the Prada! Does he yell Prada! that? Shit, why don't I remember that? Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada is a movie that sticks in the brain of anyone who's ever been an admin, admin assistant. Oh, really? I've never and seen can it. you spell that for me? Click. <laughs> Wait, who's uh, Anne Hathaway, right? Anne Hathaway and Glenn Close? Uh, or am I wrong? Uh, Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Same person. Um, exactly. I always confuse this two. They're both great actresses, I understand. And I Emily Blunt. Which one's Emily she was, Blunt? Emily Blunt was playing the same character in the Muppets. I'm the told Muppets. I'm supposed to find her attractive. Which one is she? Oh, that one! Yeah, 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 okay. The okay. one we're working for Miss Piggy. Yeah, She's yeah, basically yeah. the same character as mm-hmm. Little Prada. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see. That's a reference. So yep. old. Culture. Um, culture, exactly right. Uh, oh, we're done. I guess I don't need to come up with a new conversation topic. No, so then, off air, off air, we we both we both fucking hate black people, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Then, I wanted to make sure we were clear on that. <sighs> okay, I just didn't want... I mean, I know Taylor's here. Haley, you're cool with that, right? You're fine. Yeah, fuck you're, you're, him! You're, you're cool, right? Just you're, cool, right? Fuck. you're cool, right? Fuck. You're cool, right, man? You're not going to tell anybody, right? I'm you're... hip. <laughs> I'm hip to your racism, guys. By the tone of your voice, I can tell that. <laughs> All right, enjoy your trip to... Wait, you're going to Seattle? Is it Seattle. actually Seattle, or is it near Seattle? Seattle, Seattle. That's what they're actually Seattle. having. Wedding. They're having their wedding in the fish market. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> They're going to catch a fish. That's going to be the ceremonial fish all. catching. And then you carry that fish across the threshold of your house. It's a, it's a Danish country tradition. <laughs> they had this uh, this video about that they showed at Comic-Con about the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And showing all the practical effects and explosions and everything they're doing to return back to the original style. Sure. I'm just like, it made me want to watch it even Sure, sure, more. sure. Like, I've had so much, like 
good thoughts about them. Like they're showing the puppets that they made mm-hmm. for the aliens and shit. And I'm like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to you be. It'd be really great. How they're on set in the desert. It'd be great as we get into the movie and it's actually just a bunch of Muppets instead <laughs> of like a great special effect. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to Alderaan. Welcome Wait, why is, to how's Alderaan Star back? Wars. I sure I said it Alderaan come back. Do or do not. There is no try. Waka waka waka. <laughs> How did Alderaan come back? It's, uh, I can't do it. Mystic plays Princess Leia Oinkana. <laughs> Dan, did you? I, you should listen to Last Comedy on vinyl only because we talk about the Muppet Show album, and like we go, yeah, on, we, to we to go on these riffs about. <laughs> I was telling him we was talking about uh, my uncle had a, and I thought he was going to say a Muppet room or a Rolf room or something like that, and then we started discussing how like he had like Muppet pelts on the floor and everything, <laughs> how depressing it was. And we just talked about how upsetting Robin is because he sounds like he's about to die and... all the time. Hi, Uncle Kermit. And whenever they use him, they use him for like some of the more like emotional parts. Oh yeah, you know he's the one who goes on Fraggle Rock. Oh yep. yeah. He's, Kill he's me, the, Uncle he's Kermit. The, he's the very special Muppet. <laughs> I need to Uncle die. <laughs> the chemo isn't working, Uncle Kermit. Kermit. Okay, Uncle, okay, Robin. Kermit, tonight, can we use the pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm going to kill my nephew. Hey, ho! I'm a team murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a really good album, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that, that, that Muppet album's fantastic. Uh, it's just a little upsetting. They're making a Fraggle Rock movie. They've been talking about that mm. sort of for a while. My Uncle Traveling Matt. It's basically they've just got, Robert's got, voice. Yep. Uh, so at least one person cast for it now. One, per, one person? Is it the dog? Well, they can't stop then. Yeah, that's exactly right. It, <laughs> it's a uh, snowball? That's Tra- the word I'm yeah. looking for? Snowball. Yep. Trains in motion. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Jo- is he playing the old man? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, Sprocket. Thing. Oh, wait, is he playing the young version of the old man and it's like Looper? <laughs> There's a young Sprocket and he has to go in the future and he has to kill the old version and then young Sprocket has to kill old Sprocket. This is the best movie. <laughs> Turns out Traveling Matt is actually Gobo as an old man, and Gobo right. has to go out, What's going on, Gobo? I have to kill you, I'm so sorry. Ba-boom! And then Wembley comes out, I believe in magic words, I believe in love, I believe in bullets falling from above! Eat lead, you piece of shit! Brrr. Is that how it goes? Damn it, it's just a blunderbuss! <laughs> Buck a miss. Buck a buck a squeakly point. Sorry. What's the point of even staying alive anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Down at Fraggle Rock. We're all dead. Down at Fraggle Rock. Wait, are the doozers communists or or are they libertarians? What are the communists? What are the doozers? They, they build for stuff to be destroyed. Oh. What what are they then? Are they... I think that, I think it's capitalism. They just keep everything is just full. Mm. Just keep building and building and building and trust that the people around you will destroy it all so they can get more of it. Guys, I think that Doozer Tower was a controlled demolition. (laughs) No, seriously. (laughs) Doozer sticks don't burn at that temperature. It's not possible. (laughs) Tower pins sitting there. These doozer sticks are really made of just glass sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
So I'm just saying. Well, thermite's made from radishes as well. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> mm, so good. So deep, Dan. So deep. Deeper than deeper than your mom's Paddington. <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. The Silver Jubilee theme song was composed and performed by Nick Robes with lyrics by Jason Klom. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 208-557-DJCH. That's 208-557-3524. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you can find us. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DJC Hour and Instagram at Dan and Jay Comedy. Or find everything in one place at danandjay.com. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.